0: shine, the perfect shine That poisons the well And ruins my mind
1: I Welcome to Occasionally awesome. awesome, I'm Nick Youssef I'm Kevin Christie i Meow st- Meow? Yeah What, like the last one was, was like a, a roaring a roar. like a Before lion. that
0: it was explosions So now we're going down like Yeah, just smaller animals So like a mouse is next? No, I think Door Creek A Door Creek? Yeah, just oh.
1: Like for Halloween Okay, so we're, it's not limited to animals. No, just noise. Okay. Yeah. All right, so uh, speaking of noise, you made a lot of it in this episode. This
0: episode, guys, <laughs> I've got a little drunk. <laughs> if you've been listening to any of the episodes, you know I don't really drink or have not I've started a little bit, dipped my toe in the proverbial uh uh 40 if you will (laughs) yeah and so this episode i had some beers or some brew dogs as i like to call them you had like four or five had four i think about four beers i spent most of the time in this episode laying on the floor yeah uh i get a little weird not a lot weird i definitely am louder than normal Uh uh-huh more effusive we talk about where we grew up a lot yep your first experience with a hooker, kind of, <laughs> so to speak, yeah, so in a weird way. I don't think she thought she was a hooker, but she was. No, so she
1: <laughs> was. She didn't know it. We're fifteen. You got yeah, to hear. You got to listen to the episode yeah, to know.
0: I'm not going to give you any more. It's pretty gross. Uh, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. We uh-huh. talked about why I didn't drink. Why I've sort of started. Yeah. You know, I just it's bit, look. It's it's. Nick is very organized in this episode, <laughs> and I'm not a mess, but there's real, there's no real focus or through line, per se. Yeah, which is I what mean, happens when everyone gets drunk. Yeah, I turn into every guy you've ever met, yeah. and every guy I've ever hated. Yeah, every drunk guy at a bar. Yeah, I, I turn into the thing that kept me from drinking. Right, So and that's that kind of shepherded this conversation. You get to watch way. me ingest my own hypocrisy. Right, so that's nice.
1: It was a fun episode. I'd never seen you that... Drunk before? I've seen you, may one beer, two beers, a little buzz, yeah. but you got like pretty drunk. <laughs> it <laughs> was really funny. Yeah, a L- lot of vulnerable moments. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's, it's good. I like I that. It's a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I mean, I'm not one to judge. I think it's because <laughs> it was like watching footage of myself fall down steps. <laughs> where I'm like, yeah. I imagine some people thinks would think this is funny, but I, I just see pain. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Where can we find ourselves? We can find
1: ourselves uh, December 4th at 8 p.m. in San Diego at the American Comedy Company. Yep. Uh, get tickets to that show, guys. dot It's going to be a fun stir. Fun we will one. both be doing stand-up. Yep. Um, and then mm-hmm. we're going to have some opener of some kind. I'm going yep. to be, gonna
0: be at a, uh, uh, dis- uh, November 16th in San Diego with Whitney Cummings at, again, a large venue of which I don't know the name. Mm-hmm. So come to that. Go to WhitneyCummings.com. com. Some uh, massive theater or hall. A the theater of yeah. some kind. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm in
1: town for a while until like December, so I got really nothing special coming up. Tempe Improv, New Year's, New Year's Eve. That's good. Yeah. With who? With me and Bobby. That's fun. I've never done New Year's Eve anywhere except like LA. The
0: Tempe Improv in general is totally super fun, so on that night, it's get, it's get ready.
1: Yeah, I bet it'll be insane. It's a huge venue. It's like 500 seats. Bring your dick. It's
0: cool I in there. The guy who that. runs it is really nice and All really right. cool. Okay. He's, a, he's a really good dude. So that's okay. a fun place to go
1: um yeah i'm excited i've never been to to tempe everyone says that club because it closed down re- yeah it it's
0: a really fun club the crowds okay. are great the people are stoked to see it bobby will i mean you guys will just crush front to back yeah um guys you can find our lovely podcast on all things com. also on home soundcloud that's our home that's our stees. Yeah. AllThingsComedy.com Go to it as often as you can It's full of fun things Great podcasts Check all of them out It's got a lot of our friends on there People you've already heard They just and added
1: to the Crab Feast Crab Feast yeah. now on AllThingsComedy Jay is
0: Larson like and Ryan Sickler Funny dudes Very funny dudes We'll probably end up having them both as guests But they're oh great yeah. And please listen to their podcast mm-hmm. You can also fo- find us on SoundCloud We're now on Stitcher
1: F yeah Stitcher Radio. <laughs> top new shows of the top new shows. <laughs> we're so up there like there's like literally us and then a gulf and then like number
0: 2. Oh cool. Yeah. And then we're That also might not be true actually. Yeah, I might didn't. be making that up. That could be a lie. Yeah. We're also on <laughs> iTunes. And uh if you also you can find me at my house if you want to just come over and talk about things. <laughs> I'm available. I'm incredibly available for someone who's on television sometimes. You'd be surprised. Yeah, you'd think you'd be jet-setting around the globe. Yeah, instead it. i jet-set around my dining room. Where
1: you're like, oh, weep. I want an Italian dinner, let's fly to Italy. Yeah, and, and instead then what
0: I do is buy a frozen dinner from the Trader Joe's <laughs> yeah. by my house. Uh, but uh, Though this week, guys, if you're watching the Showtime show Masters of Sex, you'll see me on that. I'm in a handful of episodes. It's a very good show. I'm very proud of it. Please watch it. watch it. It's real good. The actors on it are real good. I tried really, really hard. So check it out. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to other times? <laughs> no, I try I try really, really hard all the time, but this particular time uh-huh. I was like, Oh boy, these people are good. I better not look like yeah, a dick. To step it way up. Yeah, like let's really focus here, Kevka. That's Kev. exciting. Kev. Yeah. Um, great show. All right. So
1: let's listen to you get uh fucking hammered. I wouldn't call it hammered. <laughs> right.
0: I get a little I get a little sleuched. We, okay, you got yeah, sloshed. I get a little buzzed, little ti- more than tipsy, yeah, but less than like really drunk. I'm between buzzed and drunk. Okay, yeah, there's no word for that. Enjoy the place. beginning of a downward spiral. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's the beginning of the end. And today our guest is Kevin's alcoholism. <laughs> Say hi, Kevin's it's alcoholism. It's hard to call it alcoholism. <laughs> That's
0: true. It's just experimentation. Hold on, That's the true. dog is literally trying to fuck me. Um, we're having some drinks, like dudes. It's yeah, not I'm, a big uh, deal, everybody. I'm having a coffee. Uh, Nick is not drinking like a puss. And you're in uh, your day drinking. I'm I'm drinking at the sun is up. That's what they call it, day drinking. Yeah. Well, I'm not drunk. You can you can attest to that. I'm clearly not drunk. You're a little buzzed. That may be, but you know what?
1: Buzz podcasting is drunk podcasting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what they say. Here's what I want to say. I don't want to embellish this drinking experience at all. I'm not a 19 year old girl at a high school party. Yeah, I'm gonna act as drunk as I get. Yeah, this is how many. This is your. I'm about. I'm about halfway through my second beer now. That to everyone listening, if anyone's listening,
1: right now people are like, second beer. Yeah,
0: I don't drink at all. I've been drunk. Twice in my whole life. The last... Full-on drunk? Full-on drunk. The last time I was, like, fully drunk was years and years and years ago. Yeah. So I literally have no tolerance whatsoever. All I've eaten today is two small bags of pecans. Two whole bags, though? Small. No, well, they're, like, a thing I get at Gelson's. It's pecans and, like, dried fruit in it like a snack bag it's like snack bag it's really tasty i'm gonna be honest with you i buy them a lot so those are like hipster beer nuts essentially (laughs) (laughs) for your day drinking (laughs) i don't know what kind of organic qualities they possess but i feel like yes you're right they are they are they would make a real man angry if that's what you mean by (laughs) hipster Mm -hmm. Uh, that's exactly what i mean by hipster Mm
1: -hmm. um so the reason that we're doing this is because jerry our guest last week um, was excited that you started drinking. He's really juiced on it. Yeah, so he wants to go, like, he wants to be drinking buddies, like, go yeah, watch Yeah, he wants me game. as, like, a
0: cool wing, or he wants me to be around and go to bars with them and stuff, which yeah. probably isn't going to happen.
1: Pick up chicks.
0: You yeah, know, dude, I mean, sh- Dude shit. Masculine guys love me around as, like, a, a nerdy... Like a nerdy dude standing there. It makes them look smart. Yeah. I've had a lot of really big muscly friends who are good looking and like bros. Who like need a nerdy looking Well they like hipster-y. it makes it makes them look like intellectual, like they like cool stuff, like they're not like they're not meatheads but like they're open minded. Yeah, by having like the kind of sickly looking me standing right. there. Saying, well, that, like correcting people. Like, well, actually, it, you know, if you think it, the, where that comes from, like correcting people on state capitals and where yeah. certain things actually come from. So it makes them look more interesting. Yeah, it makes them look smarter. association, okay. mm-hmm. So he wants you to, like,
1: be as... Like a bar buddy But he wants to actually He's excited that you're actually Drinking alcohol In the
0: same way Girls wear a pair of glasses Without prescriptions (laughs) And they go I'm just a nerd Yeah It's like uh, People of Non-nerdy people Like having a nerd around To make them look like They're not bullies (laughs) That's great (laughs) And hot girls Are just like Well I don't want an actual Nerdy girl around me So I'll just put on the glasses
1: myself
0: Yeah They don't want to like They don't want to like Actually live that lifestyle Because it's sad Yeah so you just you just put the glasses off without it's the, the worst when I see girls doing that. Yeah, but they look
1: really cute sometimes. But I, it's hard for me to accept it because I know exactly the
0: motivation behind it. Well, it's a trick in my head. I'm like, oh, the glasses, you're going to like me. Yeah. No, no, they're not. They're not going to. Yeah. Nerd. Then she takes them off
1: and it's like Superman. Yeah. And
0: You're like, oh, you're from another planet. They want the same. <laughs> they'd still have the same standards they had before. They just put on the glasses so people wouldn't think they're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're like more approachable. Or I whatever. mean, I've gotten over that. I've watched people fake the glasses for the entire time. So I've been wearing the glasses. I've been wearing the glasses a long time. Oh, yeah. This is some late 90s shit on my yeah. face. You've looked exactly like this since I've the late 90s. I've had this look since 1996. Yeah. And so, you know, I've seen a lot of people try it out. You yeah. literally commercialized the look. Quite literally commercialized. In the actual look. commercials. In actual commercials. You commercialized. I made this look commercially viable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, was <laughs> there anyone else like back then when mm-hmm. you were like going out for There was a few dudes, but I was one of the early ones for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's essentially why I got hired. Cause I was, you know, you had art directors and, and, and ad people that had just graduated art school and, and they I looked, looked like, like you too. Yeah, they look like me too. People love hiring people that look like them because it makes them feel special. Yeah, it makes them feel like they deserve to be on TV. Also, yeah. So I satisfied that thing. Right. But yeah, I I have no. You know, people will actually ask, people will ask me like, "Does it bother you when you see guys look like you?" No, because it's not like I invented the look. Yeah. Buddy Holly invented the look. Yeah, the look has been around for it's like a very old look. Elvis Costello. I mean, you know, I'm lucky that I'm. I've always. I'm very lucky. There has been a Few cool people that looked relatively (laughs) similar to me in history that I could steal their look. Like, thank God for for Elvis Costello and Buddy Holly and people like that. So I could be like, oh no, I'm cool like that. Like, so I there was like an archetype of like guys that weren't masculine that also got to be cool. Yeah, it wasn't just like a revenge of the nerd nerd look. Yeah, it was. No, that's a
1: cool rock star guy that looks like me. Yeah, it's like you know, those guys
0: who wrote those songs you like look like me. Yeah, you're like, oh, so lucky, Woody Allen. I mean, we're all very lucky. Any nerd is lucky that Woody Allen has scored such high grade puss. Oh, I know his whole life by looking like the biggest nerd possible, mm-hmm. and just being like, "Oh, nerds can score." Yeah, I mean, we need you need an archetype. You need to you need like someone who went before you to be like, "Oh, you did that. I did that." Yeah, oh, I and you're can just do that. doing it in a different like genre, medium, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now
1: okay. you're. We kind of touched on this in the last couple episodes. the
0: you're, So are you socially drinking like regularly now? I wouldn't say regularly. I, haven't, I don't go out more but when I go out now the difference is I'm willing to drink. I'm okay. not like oh no I don't like I'll just
1: fucking have a beer. So does beer. that mean that when you go out you'll stay out a little longer because mm-hmm. you'll have a beer and you're like oh no I'm not really uncomfortable at this yeah, party exactly. or whatever.
0: Yeah exactly. St- you know what I've stopped doing? I've stopped um, making being uncomfortable like a thing because also I'm sort of sick of it that's a i'm sick of being uncomfortable i'm tired of it i'm too old for that shit but also i'm sick of people pretending they're more uncomfortable than they are
1: yeah that's the worst when they do they do it for attention where they're like they're like yeah i went to this party but it was just there were so many people so many
0: people dude like crowded like i notice that a lot with my art friends i'll go to an art gallery and there'll be a lot of people there and i'll run into someone i know and they're like oh cool yeah the show's cool like ooh but like so many people i'm like freaking out it's like no you're not you're not freaking out. Yeah. And by the way, this isn't too much for you. Otherwise you wouldn't have left the house. Th- that's the best uh, by the way, is when people go, Well, I'm kind of agoraphobic. I'm like, no, if you're you not. were
1: agoraphobic, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Seriously. And, and if we were, it would be in your home. It's a fucking, place you'd
0: refuse to leave. It's fucking insulting to people with genuine problems. Oh, yeah. Who like have genuine agoraphobia and have genuine panic attacks. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a crutch, everyone out people here. People love people love saying they have like disorders. Like yeah. oh I'm a little this I'm 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 definitely OCD. It's like are you really? Because some people are crippled by that disorder. Yeah, I think and I'm like,
1: OCD. I think I'm autistic. I think I have
0: Asperger's. Yeah, I think I'm I, like think a I, bit. Have, I
1: think I'm bipolar. It's like you know how crazy yeah.
0: bipolar disorder is. It's really that's really like dismissive. To the fact that people have a hard – A, people have a hard time dealing with actual, that as an actual problem and overcome it. Yeah. It degrades people who actually overcome that disor- – those yeah. disorders. If you overcome bipolar disease, if you overcome OCD, if you overcome those things, that's actually really hard to do. And for people to be walking around like, yeah, I'm deaf, OCD. It's like, no, you're not, you moron. Really? Yeah. Show me your spotless Yeah, apartment. why are you saying it with a
1: smile on your face? Yeah, if, like, you, dude, if you had some it, serious disorder, it would be like – a detriment to your daily life and, you'd and you wouldn't hide
0: smile it. when you talked about it. Yeah. You'd hide it. You'd like, be like ashamed of it or like the, gen- the, 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 I think I've had, pro- I've had, I think I really have actually had a panic. I probably had two panic attacks. I feel like in my whole life. Yeah. Where I had like an actual panic attack where I felt like I couldn't breathe that well and couldn't move and was freaking out. Yeah. And I felt so bad. I, th- I was, like, really, really embarrassed. Yeah, that, so, like
1: you feel weak? Yeah. You're like, I'm not, like, a man right now. It's yeah, I like couldn't a, you know, handle life. Like, tough guy, man, but, like, yeah, an adult, like, who has his shit together and, like, isn't going to, like, freak out and panic in his living room. Yeah, exactly.
0: At That's three what, like, in the that morning. That shit isn't cute over a certain age. Like, I think a lot of times when you're young, you use you, you use um, things that are wrong with you as a way to, like, get attention. Yeah. I learned that at a very young age that like being depressed got you attention and kind of like being messed up gets you attention.
1: Yeah, and if you can make a joke about it, it's kind of like, haha, it's funny. Now I feel a little more comfortable.
0: Like the fat guy who makes the fat joke about himself. Well, yeah, you make girls care about you. Like, oh, you're sad. Let me help. Like yeah. that's the goal. I mean, that is the goal. Is like, oh, I'm sad. I feel bad, and the girls like, oh, why? And then then it's an excuse to talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> But that's total bullshit. It doesn't ever get you laid either. It just make what you've essentially
1: done is go, hey, can you be my big sister? Yeah. That's what you've done. But yeah, it really fucking bothers me, especially if you're like – if you're in your 30s, let's say, at this point, and you're still pulling that like, oh, I'm really socially awkward and uncomfortable. Say, hey, you know
0: what? Don't
1: go to the party or just figure it out figure out
0: how to not yeah, be Yeah, literally, like that. I don't want to ca- I don't want to care about your problems. Like, are they crippling? Do you literally need my help? Yeah. Do you need my actual Do you help? you need me to recommend Or somebody? are you just yammering? Yeah. It seems now, like it's just talk. My
1: right? new thing now,
0: if I go to like a
1: cuz I had a like a, a hard time going to party after I stopped drinking. Mm-hmm. I had a I, I already had a hard time like going to parties um normally because like i'm i'm socially awkward and uncomfortable i i i can't like talk to people that well but i'll figure it out you know if i need to and i won't make it like the a thing where i tell people like look i'm really socially awkward and like it's a huge issue for me i don't do that shit but what i used to do is just knock back a couple drinks it would loosen me up then i'd have a great time be super social after i quit drinking it really was weird for me to like. How am I going to go to this party? Yeah, and just talk to people stone cold sober. And I didn't for a while. She's like, I'm just not going to go to these. This person's birthday party, or or this like comedian party. That makes party. me
0: think of something really important, which is Nick. Get me another beer. <laughs> <laughs> you gladly, pe- you piece of shit. Um,
1: but yeah, but, I just, I just,
0: I would like force myself to do it. Well, that's what I've realized. I've spent my whole life trying to like hit on girls sober. Yeah. And, like, that's, I mean, come on, man. Like, when you're sober enough to feel how awkward something you said was, left-hand side. Left. On the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Left. Like, when you say something that didn't work and you are sober enough to realize the way in which it didn't work. Yeah. It's a rough feeling. But, I mean, you got to go through
1: that because then it's just like, you know, you figure out how to, like, correct it the next time and. And just like learn how to fucking talk to people without being like, is this guy buzzed like at every party or whatever? But yeah, it was fucking weird as shit to go to parties totally sober, and then I'm like, oh, what if I say like the wrong thing, or what if I'm not like entertaining enough?
0: I had to go a went conversation. to conversation. Like I went to like a day party the other day. Someone invited me to like a thing at their house, and I went, and I I just I only knew the the worst thing to me is when you only know the host of the party. So, like, they're busy talking to all the people they've invited to part. They literally, their job is to talk to everyone. And so I went there. I knew one other person there, and this other person I knew I had met once. So I stayed for, like, I was there for about, I would say, 40 minutes. I was like, you know what? I've been here a little while. It's the daytime. I'm not going to drink I've met everyone I'm going to meet. It's, I'm just going to leave. That's my nightmare is going to a party where I only know one person. And the,
1: if they're the host, yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, because it's
0: just like, well, that's what I realized. I was like, this person is doing a good job being a host, so I'm not, they're not going to have time to talk to me. And so I did the nice thing where I did the thing where I came to their party. I tried to be social. It didn't work. It didn't go badly. I wasn't like, oh, I feel so dumb. Yeah. I talked to like one dude, couple dudes. They were nice. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get... I'm not going to feel any more comfortable. <laughs> I'm not going to meet any more people. And, yeah. and I might actually make other people uncomfortable by sitting here and looking and feeling like, you know, I don't know. And I was like, ah, I did it. I tried this. J- I felt like it was OK. Like, you know what? That just didn't work. And I'm allowed to go home
1: now. So, I mean, we, we actually go to the most uncomfortable types of parties where it's all like actors and comedians who, yeah. like in regular life are all kind of off in a way. It's yeah. not just a, uh, a party where everyone's just having a conversation. Like you go to a, a party full of comedians, like every other one has like some sort of like, I'm really weird at parties. I'm really socially uncomfortable. Yeah. But my thing is like if I'm in a, a conversation like that and someone's being that way, I go, I'm not going to try and make this work. If you if everyone's going to have a conversation. Yeah, that's cool. If not, I'm going to go talk to someone else. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like, it's not
0: my job to make it less weird Yeah. or it, open you up. That's your like thing. It's like, that's yeah. not my thing, man. Like, okay, so do you want me to help you leave? Do you need me to walk in your car? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm going to go try to talk to somebody else. Yeah. Cause it's, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like most people's disorders are things they just say and they're not genuine. Yeah. it's like an excuse to not, everyone thinks they have all these problems. When most of it's just fear, it's fear of being rejected. It's I think it's like all the same problem. They're just afraid of being rejected, so they need all these caveats yeah. to why they're behaving how they are, why something's not going well. They just need like a, a huge bag of excuses to like why everyone it, why they're not winning. Why yeah, everyone's not to killing it? Just like showing your ass and just being like, well, like I was like, oh, uh, I don't know a lot of people. With this thing that guy was nice. The hostess is really nice. I don't feel bad. I don't feel like I I I failed. Yeah, but this isn't gonna go great. So, and I, and I was nice. I, was, I feel like I was polite. I thanked the person for having me. I was like, listen, I got to go. I didn't, I didn't, like, come and go in, like, 10 minutes to where it was weird. And then I took off. And, like, I don't think the person really even noticed, like, oh, that was weird. He had to leave early. Like, it was fine. Yeah, if you stay for an hour hour and a half at a party, that's perfect. I was totally... I was close to... I definitely didn't make an hour. <laughs> you didn't even sit an hour. No. I think I made it 40 minutes to 45 minutes. That's not bad. 45 minutes isn't bad. Depending, on too, what time did it start? What time did you get there? What time did you leave? It was like... This is like some two-in-the-afternoon shit. Oh, a day party. That's thing, it was day. That's weird, too. Yeah. And it was... everyone's very artistic, which is similar to comedians. Yeah. In that, like, they're just not great at being you know like i've not I, I i really respect that as a skill people are like good at parties where they are just like hey what's your name you're like wow man you're fucking good at this yeah. dude
1: Where, are ha- like when someone just arrives at a party and the next thing you know they're like talking to five people and yeah. they're like
0: ingrained in this conversation i'm like how did you do that it's just I, I think it's just a lack of fear where they're like if and i think it's this it's like if you walk into a party And there's a bunch of strangers and you're being super nice. You're like, if you don't like me, you're a dick. Yeah. If I'm like, look at this guy, like your shirt, buddy. If you're just being nice to everybody and you're being like enthusiastic. That's the best icebreaker. Just walk into it. Like, dude, that's a cool shirt. Or just like, what? Everybody's having cake. Like, just be like a fun
1: dude. To me, it's always when I see people that are good in those environments, I'm like, did you like play a lot of sports as a kid? Were you in like a lot of clubs? I think that's
0: some family shit.
1: Yeah, or did, you, or did you have one of those big supportive families where everyone talked and you
0: always Super went to fun dad, like inclusive dad. Yeah, yeah. I've now ingested more beer than I've had in, I'm going to say, 15 years. What, you're on two—this is I've, number three. I'm a quarter through the third. Wow. You puss. <laughs> you puss. You want to fucking fight? <laughs> Are you interested at all in physically fighting each other? <laughs> 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 oh man, that would be so funny. I would lose. You're so much bigger than me. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you taken boxing or anything, you take like a boxing class. Mm-mm. I feel like in your quest to be in shape, you've fucked around with something like that. No, no. You get pulled, know pulled into much jujitsu. How boxing classes? No, they're expensive. Yes. They're so expensive. Jerry <laughs> tried to get me to go to boxing. He was like, "Bro, I'll hook it up." I was like, "Your version of hooking up is still two hundred bucks a month. Yeah. You just get me the deal from four hundred down to two hundred. Right. Yeah, I would, that would be fun to do. You notice celebrities are the only ones taking fucking boxing oh, classes. Oh,
1: they're just <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just going to start doing some MMA, take some boxing classes, mm-hmm. do some, like, cliff diving. And I'm like, what are <laughs> – how much money? This isn't yeah. free. I can't no. do that. I would love to. Yeah. You would love to take boxing. You want to wrap your hands? It would me? just be fun. Shut up. I don't even like watching it, but if you go, like, put on boxing, because you feel like you're a kid again. You're just like – I would like the feeling of th- – make-believe.
0: I would <laughs> like being able to feel like I could fight – yeah. At this point in life.
1: Well now that you're like a bar crawler. <laughs> now that now that you're in these environments where you're boozing. Here's the thing <laughs> shit may get cray. And I want to
0: be able to fuck dudes yeah. up. <laughs>
1: you take you're like, I'm not even taking off my glasses. That's how confident I am. Do you
0: feel like I'm acting
1: at all different now that I've had some drinks? A little a little bit. You're more you're you're livelier. Shut up. You <laughs> see just like that. You would normally never be like, shut up. <laughs> um livelier you are you're you get more you get your energy gets higher which that's how i am when i drink i get real social and friendly and fun people think i'm so robotic dude you kind of can be yeah does that suck tell me the truth i think that's just your thing when you don't like when you're in a an environment where you don't know a lot of people this dude in
0: brea like i did shows in brea with roy wood jr who was hilarious it was awesome uh, the opener dude on, like, the Friday was like, would you consider yourself, like, an introverted person? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, all right, all right. And I was like, he goes, that explains Thursday. I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, man. you just like, you know, you're not terribly friendly. I was like, oh, man, fuck. Oh, I felt MC, bad. The MC was saying that. Yeah, I felt bad. I was like, oh, then man. Then you had him fired on Saturday. No. Wouldn't that be great? It's a good deal. Um, but, like, I felt bad. Like, oh, I'm not super fr- – because I just think I, like, wait. I wait to see – I yeah. think my thing is, like, I wait to see – what kind of person you are so I know what's going to offend you or not so I don't fuck up. It's not like I'm waiting like, oh, I don't know if I like you.
1: I'm the same way. I got I, – I'm not one of those people usually that goes into a, like a room or a party, whatever. It goes into a new environment and just goes, hey, everyone, and just introduces myself and shakes I've a bunch of hands. I've gotten
0: in a lot of trouble saying things to be funny and then offending people yeah. in my life. Yeah. So now I wait and I, feel, I wait to see what, what kind of people everyone is uh-huh. and get a sense of how they are. And so I don't say something to be funny that, like, pisses them off or offends them or hurts their feelings. Because I'm only saying it to be funny. It's not like I need it. So I'm like, I'd rather not say anything than, than hurt someone's feelings or fuck up. Yeah. That's how I feel.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, my thing is less. My lips feel numb now. <laughs> I just want to
0: report to the listeners at this point in the drinking uh, my lips feel numb. Like tingly or just totally yeah. numb? You can't even feel them? No, tingly. Okay. I feel warm. Uh huh. And I feel like my, my. I did put
1: ecstasy in the beer I opened for Are you. Are we gonna
0: fuck? <laughs> and then I feel like. I, I feel slow. Okay. I feel a little slower witted. So, yeah, this you're going from buzz to like a little kind of like. I would drunk. I would describe uh, myself as being actually buzzed now. Okay. Whereas before I just felt full. Okay. Now I actually feel like the alcohol working. <laughs> you're such a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> this is Yeah, this is like getting drunk, <laughs> Kevin, where you just start going, hey, well, you want to fight
0: <laughs> me a piece of ca- shit? I love calling people names. <laughs> it's great. I just love calling people names. It's yeah. so harmless. Yeah, it really is. I feel like I have a you're good sense a of- You're a total asshole. I feel like I have a good sense of me as a person. No one's afraid of me.
1: Yeah. No one's going to take it seriously. No one's like, taking you're it seriously. You're like, a piece of Kevin shit. Kevin called me a piece <laughs> of shit. Like, did he Oh, that's because he had half a beer yesterday. Did oh. he mean? Yeah,
0: yesterday he had a <laughs> half a beer 36 hours ago. Yeah, <laughs> should I drink on stage? Should this be my new thing? You should try it. You should try it. I have done it many times. <laughs> How did it go? Well, it normally goes uh, fine. Al Madrigal told me he's like, I have to. He had to be careful drinking on stage because it really worked well. Yeah, and then he got like worried. Oh, am I gonna have to? Because I'm. I, I do
1: crowd work. When, if I'm drinking on stage, I'll do crowd work because like, I'm way like looser. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to do material, <laughs> my timing isn't as good. Right. Because I don't drink. I never used to drink on stage a lot. I would just do it sometimes because um, I mostly would just drink on the weekends. I feel like
0: I just call people pieces of shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just call me like, hey, look at But if this I'm in like a terrible mood and I've been drinking, then it's like,
0: no, nah, I won't do that well. <laughs> That's m- this sleep. is my concern. My concern is that me drunk turns into me like upset yeah like mad depends on yeah
1: what kind of drinker you are like what kind i wonder if that
0: depends on like who you're around
1: yeah all those factor into it like okay here's an example one one time i went to the sunset strip music festival the one in west hollywood hipster post no 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 it was like one of those like the whiskey and the rocks he was like 80s 90s rocker kind of thing did you see
0: Dawkins? No, Dockman was not there. Bang but like Tango? Motley Crue. Fuck yeah, Motley like, Crue. Yeah, th- those kinds of bands. Let me tell you so, something. I used to copy the Motley Crue Dr. Feel Good" logo a lot. Really? To learn how to draw type. And uh, the skull was sweet. There's a sword. Here's
1: the, w- the period of time I grew up in. I thought the Weird Al version <laughs> was the original version. <laughs> and then I heard the Motley Crue version. And I'm like, who are these guys copying this Weird Al song? What was his version? Uh... It was the polka version. Oh, It was yeah. the same song, just sped up polka style.
0: Weird Al.
1: And I heard the original. I'm like, who are the... Did someone copy? I have a lot of respect for
0: Weird Al. Oh, no. Weird Al is amazing. Yeah. A lot of respect for that He's guy. amazing. Parents were murdered. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a lot of respect for that dude. Has really carved his own lane. Yeah. And a lot of people try to do that shit, and it doesn't stick. He's just fucking great. He tra- Coolio got all pissed at him. No For, way, really? Yeah, when he did uh, Amish Paradise. He did Amish yeah. Paradise. <laughs> wow, you're a fan. He did Amish Paradise. Coolio got genuinely mad. Coolio's an idiot. Cuz he that like, Coolio said he didn't give <laughs> permission, but then in retrospect, you got to remember Coolio turns out crackhead. So I feel like that was the crack Wouldn't talking.
1: have guessed by that hair to style.
0: I think Coolio <laughs> sober would have been like, "Hey man, just art" Just yeah. artists doing art. I'd be like you
1: know, thanks for having a good time.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, it's just an homage, sincere form of, uh, form of flattery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I fucked up a word, you piece of <laughs> You're shit. Starting to <laughs> slur a little bit. I like this. I'll fucking listen, listen. <laughs> is this <laughs> Another threat on my life right <laughs> now. <laughs> you piece of shit.
1: Are you getting on your knife? <laughs> Fuck
0: you, man. Oh god. I don't need to
1: take <laughs> shit from you. You, Kevin, fucking. just
0: pulled out a buck knife. I don't need. To, this is my house. A half serrated buck knife. I need to sharpen this thing. It's really dull. I'll be honest with you. I don't know how to sharpen it. I got a sharpening stone a long
1: time ago and tried to learn. It didn't do
0: a good job. Seems harder. This is before
1: (laughs) Google where you could just YouTube a video. I just was like, I guess it would be like this. (laughs) (laughs) And I ruined the knife. <laughs> I flat out ruined it. <laughs> I'm like it can't be that hard. I asked the dude at Sport chalet how to do it.
0: <laughs> I turned my knife into a nail. I just rounded yeah. it out. It's uh, yeah. yeah, I it's made it paper into a rectangle. Now. <laughs> I use it for nothing because it is borderline useless. Yeah, now I have can't the hurt sharpening. anyone. I have the sharpening knife. Someone told me oils involved, but you could use olive oil of which I have for cooking needs. Uh-huh. And I have not done it because I know I'll do it wrong. You got a YouTube tutorial, it. You YouTube tutorial it. <laughs> what did you? You could just show me. It. Why don't you sharpen my knife? You fucking garbage bag? Because I'll ruin it. But you said you could. Oh, well, I tried thing. it, and then I ended up like not doing a good job. This is years ago. I mean, my dad was really into sharpening knives. It's like a cool here, thing to know how to do. Yeah, he could do it. Like, he knew how to do it. Like, I remember watching him do it. Like, in my head, I have a sense of how to do it yeah. because I remember him doing it, but I don't remember it clearly. And he's not here to tell me what with him having died under a rock. Right. <laughs> Here's where the upset drunk Kevin comes out. Why don't you shut your mouth? Give like, me three <laughs> more beers. <laughs> I'm like, At once? Is there any whiskey in this yeah. house? There's liquor here somewhere. I know Uh-oh. that. <laughs> now we're going into whiskey. <laughs> There's a bunch of liquor leftovers, dude. fucking shit show wedding? Nothing beats whiskey.
1: Your mom beats whiskey. Whiskey and scotch, man. Oh. It tastes so bad. Hit, no. At first it does. You have to have the good <laughs> stuff, and you have to drink it. Your mom's You a can't stuff. shoot it. Get, like, really good whiskey, maybe on the rocks first. I
0: think most alcohol and alco- places to drink alcohol were designed to keep out women. I think he'd be like a, keep It was a, like a boys' club. Yeah, like, time. hey, this stuff tastes so bad, and the place is so dingy and gross. Why would any woman want to come here? And men just wanted a place that was just... Abhorrent to women So they could just sit And speak among them I men. mean that's how Bars were designed Yeah Not alcohol Alcohol tastes terrible
1: No I mean Dude there's really good wine There's really good whiskey And I there's some p- good I, beers All I could think about
0: Is punching you <laughs> <laughs> There's not it all, Okay It all tastes I'm drinking it right now okay? Yeah well Stella Is just uh, is it, It's a decent does, beer It's good right it's, it's But you also might not Might not be This seems like beer some person. real Gentrified white people shit Oh yeah This is like I feel like a a six pack of Stella is a beer that like a white graphic designer brings to a housewarming party, yeah, for himself, yeah, to not share. Of course, this is like a, a a drink for white pussies. It is, yeah. Who make over sixty thousand dollars a year? It's just kind of like a
1: Heineken. It's kind of like a Newcastle. There's
0: really nothing to it. There's no but good. It's got a fancy name.
1: It's yeah. It's got a name where you look like. Was this imported straight from Belgium? Like, did this just arrive? Let's read. Uh, Where is this shit on Stella? Brewed
0: by Stella in Belgium, premium lager. Who knows anything about Belgium? I've recently. Here's what I tell you. Is uh, I, I've recently learned a little bit about, about Scandinavia because I know someone who spent some time there. Uh-huh. Scandinavians, weird. Are they weird? Why? Well, they're obsessed Top with... Top re- three weird things. They're obsessed with staying Aryan, so they only intermix with other Scandinavians. Whoa. So their birth rate's going... Their like life expectancy's going down. Wow. Yeah. Because they're, they're doing the white power thing. Yeah, but like they're not doing it in like, hey, white power. They're just like, oh, just want to remain 100% Swede, which is wow. white power-ish, bro. It's very white power-ish. I'm conflicted because my art is sold better in Scandinavia than any other place in the world. So you're a racist artist? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> it turns w- out, apparently, racists really respond to my
1: little drawings. Wow, which is a fucking bummer. You should do an art show in
0: Hesperia. Well, I do. Or Fresno, <laughs> 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 Tulare. <laughs> We're all the racist uh, Stockton. Stockton? Are. Um, yeah, I, I, but they're uh, uh, a. They're obsessed with whale meat. What is that even legal? In in I, or no? It's the so whale
1: blubber turning that into I don't lipstick, know. right? There's something with whales where you can't do.
0: I don't know. Yeah, hunt them. I feel like they're so big and majestic, they should be left alone. Whales and elephants. But also, if you can
1: take down a whale, it's kind of cool. You're not taking down a whale. Because they're so huge.
0: You're shooting it from a distance and letting it bleed to death.
1: Yeah, maybe you're right. It's not like
0: you dive in the water and tackle it. (laughs) (laughs) Or you slowly stab it over and
1: over until it stops moving. Yeah, no, 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 no. I like the idea of just, like, spearing a giant whale. (sighs) Ugh gross dude it's just so because they're
0: so huge the fact that anyone can do that it's not anyone it's a shit it's like man it's not a dude doing it by itself because they're so much bigger than elephants Uh, Man, i think whales and elephants should be left definitely elephants leave elephants alone they did nothing to anybody there was a thing on huffington post it was the saddest shit yeah like elephant baby got rejected by its mother Then the elephant literally cried
1: Literally cried for like elephant. five
0: hours, and I and, and then they bottled the tears and sold them for five thousand dollars. It Fucking pissed me off so bad because Huffington Post, Huffington Post loves posting the saddest thing ever, and then yeah. posting it on multiple pages. I couldn't get away from it. Yeah, and it's it on ma- like Huff Post. I didn't Huff even post read crime, the, I didn't even post. read the story or watch the video, but just the visual. Yeah. Of a baby elephant crying. I was like, what are you guys doing? What's yeah. the point of this story? Yeah. There's where's no good the good time for that? Morning, afternoon, night? What's the point of the story? What do we gain, Huff Poe, from telling me the saddest thing ever? Yeah, nothing. Yeah. It, where's the happy ending, you pieces of shit? <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> what is fucking sadist? Huffington Post is a mess. I don't get what their angle is. Huh? Their whole t- well, their angle is there's no angle. They're like a, a, That's why they have
1: 48 sections. A, they're
0: like a shotgun blast because you'll see this thing. they will be like, are women too objectified yeah. in the media? And then like literally underneath it, you'll be like, look who's in his skimpy bikini looking slutty. And you're like, guys, whose side are we on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick a fucking side, bro. Uh, they just contradict... Like, I mean, most news does that. We're yeah, like they're always like, Kim Kardashian looks fat today. And they're like, are women, yeah. are women are being objectified? Yeah are, yeah, are visual yeah. standards hurting women's self-esteem? It's yeah. like, well, dude, yeah, they are. So stop being the part of the problem, dickheads. Yeah, it
1: should be. Are we, w- we objectifying women? Full disclosure. Did we objectify women? They, me- they in our last put me on post. a list
0: once of Twitter handles you should follow, and I'm very nice. grateful. But still, guys, let's be better. Let's be better together. You want my advice? Call me. <laughs> okay. Do they call you when you're sober or drunk? They call when we're drunk because I'm <laughs> way more receptive to fun. <laughs> They'll
1: have <Huff> Post drunk, <laughs> the new section. Dude,
0: HuffPost drunk's a great idea, Nick.
1: Yeah. Call me, HuffPost. Don't call Kevin. Call me.
0: I feel good. Now you feel
1: good. <laughs> you go <going> through the <laughs> motions of... <laughs> so depression's got to be right around the corner. That's if what people tell me. You went that. from angry to happy... I mean,
0: why, is there a way for me to avoid that shit? I think
1: regrets got to be in there somewhere.
0: Oh, so many regrets, Nick. <laughs> so what are? What's one of them? So many mistakes. Do you have regrets in life? Oh God, Nick! So many. Made. I've made so many, so many mistakes. What's your
1: biggest? Oh. not not biggest. We won't start there. You don't want to
0: get that. Dark, what's just homie? like?
1: What's a regret you have in life? Just generally in life. <sighs> oh, fuck.
0: I didn't. You know what? I never did. <laughs> I have never – this is a problem. I've never uh, had enough faith in myself to, like, uh, 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 ask for attention. I've never been like, hey, come come see my thing. Come do this thing. I'm always sheepish about the stuff I do. I'm always like, oh, I'm doing th- – a- I always downgrade the things I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very hard for me. Oh, I'll say this. This week, something happened I was super fucking proud of. I was so excited, and it's one of the only times where I, like – tweeted about it and said like guys this is the shit and i'm fucking excited yeah and normally i don't it was the skate (sighs) graphics that i did came out oh yeah okay yeah and i was so excited and i was i just was so happy i've because i said like i want as a kid there was nothing cooler than having a drawing on a skateboard Uh and like this week the skateboards i drew came out and i was just like this is the fucking bet this is some childhood dream shit and like like when I, I opened up Instagram and the company I made them for Toy Machine had like tweeted the designs, I fucking sat in my bed and wept like a baby. Did and you really? It was so awesome. That's great. So I was just like, "Those are fucking dope." I'm so proud of them. They, they re- I tried so hard. I worked really hard on them, and I was like excited. And that's what I've never done in my entire life.
1: Yeah, that's one of my one of mine too. Actually, that I don't, I don't give myself enough credit for like
0: doing. Like, you would never, like, it'd be, it's so hard. Like, when I see people like, hey, come to my show, I'm like, man, you guys, I, I admire that. Yeah. Like, oh, they,
1: but when they go overboard, you're like, Jesus, relax. But, like, that's just a part of it's that. It's hard finding is, the line. Yeah. But I think part uh, partly I, like, make fun of it because I am, like, kind of,
0: you know, reticent to do it sometimes. I was talking about this in therapy today. I had therapy today. Today's Thursday. And on Thursday, I go to therapy. My doctor, Christine. And uh, I was saying that, like. I, I have such an inclination to, like, downgrade myself and, like, not like myself. And at this point, like, it's so unappealing. Like, no one wants – that shit's not cute. Oh, yeah. It's like, do you really want to – like, uh, like my initial reaction is, like, oh, you don't like me. People don't – you know, and I'm trying to, like, just basically fix that. Yeah, just kind of be comfortable with who you are. Well, like like, have enough objectivity to actually judge the things I do in the same way – or not judge – to contextualize the things I do, let's be a little impressed that I use contextualize correctly after having beers. Yeah, two and a half. To contextualize the things I do in the same way I would contextualize the things other people do, whereas if like I had a friend that did the same things that I do, how would I react to those things? Would I say like, dude, that's a big deal? I'm proud of you. That's cool. And th- and then have the wherewithal and the like presence of mind to say that to feel the same way about myself. Like if a fr- if you did the if you had done skate graphics, and it was always your dream to do skate graphics, I'd be like, dude, that's fucking kick-ass. You should be proud of yourself. That's awesome. And I was like, I feel that same way about myself. That's what I'm trying to do. And it sounds like all, like, huggy therapy bullshit, but I'm just trying to be happier, guys. Because yeah, I, I mean don't think – because, you know, I don't think someone – we all do most of the things we do to, like, get people to like us. I, no one wants to be around a bummer, man. Yeah.
1: I mean, nobody – Wants to be around someone who isn't like confident
0: in themselves. And like Neil was telling me, Neil Brennan, a friend of mine, was telling me he directed an episode of Mindy, the Mindy Project. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, He's like, dude, it was so great. He's like, everyone was just like really nice and funny. He's like, there are pe- we have this image of funny people as these dark, tortured, miserable people. There's also a group of people out there that are really nice and happy and also really funny. Yeah, like, I think what comedy is doing now
1: is is destroying that myth that you have to be some dark, tortured, to dark. fucked up person do to, you to be find funny. Me,
0: like you, do you think I'm funny? Go ahead, tell the truth. Yeah. Today, if any day is the day to tell the if truth, any today day, the day it's you. the day I'm drunk. <laughs> so yeah,
1: I, okay. If I didn't find you funny, would I've been like, let's do a <laughs> podcast together?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I have such an intense Twitter following. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have now? I don't know. You a fucking liar! I'm not. You know gaining. the number. I was. It's. You know the number. Sixteen thousand four hundred thirty-seven. Oh, it's just a wild guess you're taking right now. But I'll be honest. Not gaining a lot at all. Yeah, I've slowed down a lot. I'm almost at ten k. I think. I think Twitter's. Ga- I don't actually. I don't have a theory of why it's happening. Maybe I'm just not as funny, you guys, and that's okay. Oh. But um. Yeah, so do you think I'm like tortured and dark and broken? No. No, exactly, and that's fine. I don't want to be. I think that's the thing you want to be when you're young Do you think it's cool. But also, I think a lot of people used to think that about comedians before. Yeah. But now there's a lot. There's so many different kinds of comedians. There's
1: all, well, no, there always kind of have been, but now you have more access to what a comedian mm-hmm. is like outside of just watching them on TV. Yeah. Or watching their specials.
0: Come check the baby, do there are come so go. many
1: types of comics out there. Do you there. like Gloria Stefan? I like
0: Gloria Stefan.
1: I don't really care for her either way.
0: <laughs> that's
1: a good song. Every, what and I'm with saying, musicians,
0: a lot of tortured tortured. Even musicians. if you don't like Gloria Stefan, that's a good song. I don't like Elton John. There's just a couple of songs I like. He's got, yeah, a few great songs. I like that Levon shit. It seems good. I don't know what that is. I just think Elton John seems bitchy. Like that. Song. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. No. Yeah. He seems a little. He little, he he uh, buys a lot of art. That's cool. He's a little queenie. I guess. Is the term, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a little like just a little. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Gloria Stefan's good. All right. Back to what we were talking about. <laughs> what was that? Um. I don't think you have to be tortured and fucked no. up to be. Uh, I think that's detrimental to the process. It's like the people that are like, well, it can help now. in
1: the sense that it gives you a different perspective on things.
0: But there's also plenty of that. Comedy is not short on dark torture. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's enough of that. And also, to I'll be honest, you know why I think it's sort of dumb? Is there's so many things in the world going on that are so awful and so difficult, and people are having such a tough time. To pretend you're tortured because you have to tell jokes for a living seems sort of stupid. There's also so many... Um, I think this is why I find Twitter less appealing, is because I follow news agencies on Twitter, right? Right. So it'll be like... Serious news story, serious news story, serious news story, joke by someone I know. And you're like, this seems less important. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, what's happening in Syria? Like, that's the thing. Complaining about telling jokes for a living seems sort of dumb. Oh, yeah, especially if you're doing all right at it. I want to hug somebody. You want to hug? I (laughs) I want, I feel right now. You can hug your fourth beer. I'm going to lie down. Once that opens up. I don't think four is a good idea. Kevin's now on the floor. I have work to do later. I have to draw your stupid face. Wouldn't it be great
1: if you just fell asleep right now? <laughs> I'm like, uh... I don't want uh, to lay down. <laughs> to the oh yeah, don't forget your beer. Take your beer down to the floor. I don't. This might be the depression period of your drunkenness. No, I'm just
0: sleepy, which seems fun. You know what ideally I'd like to do right now? Build a fucking blanket for it with some friends. <laughs> I'd like to build it in a in a way where the TV is under it also. And then have a movie marathon of movies we all like. I, if I okay the four movies, we do 12 straight hours. 12 like hours of movies. Eight hours. What's a movie? Hour and a half? So that's About, times four? Unless it's a Judd Apatow film, then it's four hours. <laughs> so we can watch three <laughs> Apatow films. <laughs> so no, I do hour and a half, so that's six hours. Okay. I structure the blanket fort in the way that you can see the TV. I would pick uh, Dark Crystal. I haven't seen it in a long time. You pro- did I you don't see think this? I've ever seen it. It's an it's a 80s kind of sci-fi movie that i haven't seen in a long time and it's it's cool i haven't seen it i would like to see it again and i'd like to see it with people that are down to spoon okay that would be my plan what would you have to wear for this blanket fort thing would it be like a pajama party type deal i mean you don't have to or just I, whatever's comfortable Whatever's the most comfortable for you to wear i have one pair of sweats i'd wear a p- i'd wear those sweats i'd have socks on and then uh, a t-shirt but it'd be a cool t-shirt Dude, I got these sweet t shirts in the mail. Uh, Santa Cruz Skateboards released a re-release, a reissue of the Klaus Grabkey uh, graphic from the 80s. It's How do you ex- spell Klaus? It's so people are Googling C- this right now? L-A-U-S. Like there Santa may Claus? be an E at the end. Grabkey. Uh, G-R-A-B-K-E. And it's an exploding clock graphic uh, drawn by the legendary skateboard graphic artist Jim Phillips. And it is the shit. I bought it in all three available colors. Wow. I got it in white, yellow, and light gray. I wish there was black, but there wasn't. I follow him on Instagram. But do you I own enough black shirts? Oh, my God, Nick. I yeah. own way too
1: many black t-shirts.
0: Elliot, when I was, like, 25, I cleaned up my closet, and the girl I was dating at the time said, do you know how many black t-shirts you have? And I was like, no. She goes, You're she like, all f- of them? She, go- <laughs> she goes, you have 52. was yeah, like, so many. I was like, no, seriously, what happened? It's because my friend at the time owned a skate shop, and he, we'd be sitting there and be like, dude, can you buy something? We haven't sold any shit today. <laughs> so i just buy a Zero t-shirt or whatever. Yeah. And at the time I was sort of fat and black as slimming and it hid my bitch tits. But yeah, I bought all three of those t-shirts. T-shirts are fun. I, I bought a Rebel 8 t-shirt because there's a guy named uh, uh, Mike Giant who does great graphics. He's a great artist. Does really is that good his birth sp- name? No, I don't know what his real last <laughs> name is, but he goes by Mike Giant. And he draws really great skulls, but they sent me the wrong one, dude. You sent me the wrong fucking Those t-shirt, motherfuckers. And I don't want to mail that shit back. Yeah, you can't really do that. They're in downtown, I could drive there, but like fuck, dude, you get should it just right, throw it I mean? in the
1: wash on super hot and then dry it on super hot and see <sighs> how much it
0: shrinks. And then make it into a tank. No, they sent not the wrong or a size. Sleeveless shirt no no no. They sent me the wrong graphic. Oh. They sent me the wrong graphic. That shirt's done. I'm so bummed because I'm so done. excited. But He did this sweet graphic of a guy skating a pool, and they sent me one with their logo in the shape of a pool. Easy mistake. Easy mistake. You but know what I'm thinking? A
1: lot of comics, um, a, lot, a lot of people in entertainment have this issue where they don't like to, like, to go back to what you were saying, where you're like, I want to be more proud about what I do. Yeah. If you notice, a lot of comics and, and actors <sighs> and stuff just refuse to talk about, well, you know how a lot of people go, I don't like to talk about work. But, yeah. like, you never, like, hey, what did you do today? I just had a couple of things.
0: It feels like, no like, one ever okay, wants to. My life is so much easier than your average person. No, I'm saying among other people that do what you do. Okay. Like, if I was like. Well, I noticed Max Greenfield, our, or his, Max Greenfield, one of our guests, who's yeah. on New Girl. He calls me to kind of kvetch, which is a complaint, uh-huh. uh, about work stuff. Because he knows I'm not going to judge and be like, dude, it killed me on a hit show. Yeah, it's yeah. because people, people feel weird complaining about a job a lot of people would kill to have. And, and you know, I, it's a thing. You just feel bad because contextually and compared to other people, you have it so much easier. I have it so much easier. The way I make money is a lot easier than a lot of people have. So I feel self-conscious about complaining about it or talking about it because it feels sort of dickish. I'm very lucky. And you want to make sure people know you know you're lucky because otherwise it feels like you're oblivious or egotistical. Like you, there's a very fine line befe- between like, oh, I deserve the things I've gotten. Right. I notice that a lot. People, I notice this a lot because like a lot of guys I've known over the years have like seen what I do and they're like, oh, I'll try that. So I'm always thinking I was like, oh, Kevin's a moron. I could do it this too. <laughs> and it's like, well. Kevin stumbled into something. I'll do that as well. I try really hard at the stuff I do. I just don't talk about like, oh, I'm trying so hard. Yeah. You're and notorious like, for not ever talking about. Is that true? We're, yeah, because a lot of people are like... What else am I notorious for, you piece of shit?
1: No, I'm not even saying this in a bad way, asshole. Getting <laughs> so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you piece of... <sighs> <sighs> you just pass out. <laughs> um, but yeah, you never talk about like the stuff that you do. Well, so
0: much stuff can happen. Okay, like I was in this movie Warrior starring uh, Tom Hardy, great actor who played the villain in that one Batman. Right. I got completely cut out.
1: Well no, that's different, but i 'm like saying after something has been out that you 've already been in, you didn't get cut out of so on and so forth it's you know?
0: cooler for people just to just notice it
1: that that uh, that is true, but i 'm saying among like friends or if you're in an environment like where it's like hey, what have you been up to some a lot oh, of people yeah, I go like say nothing they go oh nothing and it's like just you don't i'm not saying like people should start bragging, but if you all kind of do the same thing it's like just say I was at i had a meeting at wherever I, I was on an audition at whatever. And then you can just kind of bullshit about work stuff. It's I'm not worried, like a bragging. I'm thing. worried
0: my lips are so sun- numb I may bite through them. <laughs> that feels like I feel like. I the end of
1: this episode is <laughs> me calling an ambulance because you're bleeding out. <laughs> what happened? Well, he had three beers and then he bit his lip
0: open. This, this is so pathetic. And now he's dying. It's so sad. Why, why didn't I just do this when I was younger? What, start drinking? Yeah, I mean, I would have had so much more fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's true. I had a I lot I mean, that's of the
0: thing. This isn't subjective. I literally would have had more fun. Oh, yeah, So yeah. when I die, the amount of minutes of fun is going to be less. Yeah. What was I so afraid of? I talked about this in therapy today. I, ju-
1: I mean, I made a point to kind of do that when I was in my early, mid-20s because I've been doing
0: stand-up like my adult life. Yeah, dude, you've been doing stand-up since you were a fucking kid. I was 18 when I started. remember when I told you to go to junior college? I was. I told you to just go to college. I was already in it. Oh, you were? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get an AA? Did you go to I, yeah, I d- I didn't
1: transfer. Did you go to PCC? Mm-hmm. I went to GCC. Nerd. I didn't transfer to university.
0: <laughs> this is so funny. Like growing up in Locker Center, we thought PCC was better than GCC. Yeah, yeah. it was just, <laughs> just an, junior another college. junior college. Yeah, I mean, it's I like, like or nicer. we could
1: truck out to Santa Monica and go to their junior college. Yeah, Santa Monica was like the Harvard. But I made it. i <laughs> It really was. Yeah. I made a point to like. After a while, I was like, I got to not just go up every single night. I got to like, have life experience. I got to live life. I got to like, go out. I got to go to concerts. I got to meet girls. Yeah. I got to do shit. I got to travel, even if it's not for comedy. I need yeah. to do stuff because then otherwise all I'm going to talk about, what would you do last night? I had a show. What would you do the night before that? What do you do yeah. on weekends?
0: Uh, Merit, Mark Merritt was up. talking about that, that the more successful you get, the smaller your life gets and you don't have a lot of life experience and standups about life experience.
1: Yeah, it totally is.
0: That's standups about relating, you know, I mean, when wh-
1: I was like 18 to like 21, you know what I was talking about on stage being 18 or being <laughs> 19. I had nothing else and it was like cute. And it got me attention because like, Oh, this, this teenager that is like articulate and funny. Can like be on a stage and he's not afraid. But after a while, it's like what you got to you got to be you have to have more interesting things to talk about. You have to be, you know, more like layered as like a human. How cute is my dog?
0: How cute is your dog? Yeah, both your dogs are cute. They're so fucking cute.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're like a drunk chick. That's how you drink. You're like a drunk
0: chick. For the listeners at home, (laughs) I have a dog named Cub is he looks like a tiny bear. He does. He's Hence a, he's the name c- Cub, I He's think. a Chow Rottweiler mix. He's got him from David Taylor, who will certainly be a guest on our show. And dear God, he's just so handsome, you guys. He's got this little face, and he's so nice, and he's furry. He likes a spoon. And I just, I can't, I can't. Both of you are
1: currently on the ground? I can't. <laughs> Laying down? I can't
0: stress enough the amount of joy that this dog has brought to my life. Because I tell people, I was talking to someone about dog sitting for me, and I was like, here's what you need to understand. If anything happens to the dog, I will fucking kill you, because he's my love energy. And also, I have another dog named Mr. Willis, who's a terrier chihuahua. Did you man? pick that name, Mr. Uh, Willis? Yeah. Mr. Willis' name is based on a guest star on The West Wing. One of my favorite episodes is mm-hmm. called Mr. Willis of Ohio. It's an episode about a man whose wife dies. His wife's a senator. So when that happens a lot, you take over your wife's position in the Senate mm-hmm. until they have an election. So it's about this man named Mr. Willis of Ohio and how he makes a key vote and his mind is changed by one of the key characters, Toby Ziegler, uh, who's a great actor. I can't think of his actual name right now. but <laughs> That's The how West good Wing he is. You only the know West the Wing, character. one of my favorite shows in the world, you guys. And uh, it's a great episode. So I named we uh, my, uh, the girl I was dating at the time. We named the dog Mr. Willis of Ohio. We were fostering the dog, and uh, here's what you need to know about fostering. A lot of times you give the dogs weird names because it gets them attention on the websites. So you give oh them kind really? of funny names. Yeah, that's like a tactic. And Mr. Willis of Ohio was supposed to be a foster, but then him and Cub, my dog, became really good friends, and I was like, if you separate them, I will kill everyone. That would
1: have the opposite effect on me. If I was on a dog rescue website... With like cute-ass names. Yeah, if I was like, Mr. Willis, up oh, next. What's the See, other dog? See, once
0: you saw his little face and his snaggle tooth and then you're around him and you realize how full of love he is, you would have been like, you're living at my house.
1: Yeah, but then I would have been like, fuck, can I change his name? Let me tell you guys, you
0: people at home about Mr. Willis. What a snuggle pants. I mean, this guy. What did you say? What a snuggle pants? What a snuggle pants. This guy likes the spoon
1: like nobody's damn business. Right now, a drunk chick would be like, this guy is
0: worse than a drunk chick. (laughs) I feel like I'm being really fun. (laughs) <laughs> like I feel like and you're just jumping around a lot, and you're talking about cute dogs. Okay, but I have in no way been racist. I haven't. Wait, started. so drunk
1: chicks are racist? Well, I yeah, feel like dumb. drunk
0: chicks are probably really racist.
1: You know, because the, they can get away with. You know how many? Okay, you know. Okay, the word faggot is not okay anymore. No,
0: it's 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 awful. It's
1: no, I know, and I agree. I don't say it any. I haven't I mean, said it in years. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I rarely ever say it. But we grew to up... To be fair, I texted it. We grew up saying it all oh the time. Oh, my God. And all not, the time. And not in a homophobic way. But we're you know, in a very
0: stru- we're in a very tough age range to where we, we use a lot of words that oh, have been yeah. deemed un-okay for a very long time, so it's very hard to break those habits for us. Oh, yeah,
1: and we use them just innocently and for fun, but now we're just yeah. like, no, I get it, and I'll stop using it. But you know who uses that word freely... All the time, whenever they want chicks, is that true? Oh my god, the amount of girls that they're dropping just, gay f bombs. They just call. They use it like they. It doesn't
0: even matter, dude.
1: No way. Is that true? I hear girls say it all the time.
0: Oh, that's so
1: gross. And I'm just like, all right, I guess chicks can still do it. Dude, here's
0: the thing. Here, you want to know what saved me? And I thank God for this. If there was a God, from for being, this is what saved me from being homophobic. When I was, like, 14, I started getting art lessons at this place called Kids Art, which I later taught at. One of the teachers was named Aaron Smith, and he's a really brilliant painter. And then I got art lessons from him privately after I stopped going to class, and I would go to his apartment. He had two girl roommates, and one day I was like, hey, which one's your girlfriend? And he was like, neither. And I was like, oh, are you gay? And he was like, do you really want to know? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I'm gay. And I was like, oh, okay. Because by that time, he was already my hero. I would uh-huh. dress like him. I wanted tribal tattoos like him. I started wearing Whoa, this must of have been the 90s. Dude, this was I the want 90s. tribal tattoos. He would wear, <laughs> he, was, he would wear like, he wore brown dickies and a black t-shirts, and he had tribal tattoos, and he wore like really thick, heavy steel rings, wow. so I started, and he worked at Wacko, so I started shopping there and buying like rings, Oh my god. because I idolized this dude, and he yeah. had tattoos, and he had a shaved head, and he was, re- he's really good looking. But what was the
1: one thing you couldn't do?
0: I couldn't, I couldn't get into uh, blowing dudes, blowing dudes <laughs> like him, yeah. <laughs> but let's be honest, in the late '90s, I experimented. So Did you really? A little. What'd yeah. you do? I made out with a dude. Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah. Well, you know what uh, the thing was? Anytime my friends, my male friends, wanted to try kissing a guy, I was always the go. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. So they just used you as the guinea I pig. I kissed Max from Eve Six several times. Like anytime yeah. a guy was like, "I'm gonna try kissing a guy," where's Kevin? He won't fight it. Yeah. Like, I, which is weird because I'm really straight. But, um, so Aaron Smith was like my hero. This guy was like one of my very first mentors. Yeah. Such a brilliant painter. Taught me how to paint. Is he listening to this right now? No, but he deserves respect. In fact, and I won't say this, his brother did the coolest thing for me once. His brother and this other teacher named Andrea Bolton. I used to go to this class and they were like, hey, do you draw a lot at home? And I was like, no. And I go, why? I go, I don't know. I don't have anything to draw on. And the next week, Andrea and Aaron brought, bought me a sweet leather sketchbook. Dude, and that's cool. And we're like, Here. You're gonna be an artist. Take this. Is that how it started? Basically, they were like, "You're one of us. We're artists. You're gonna be an artist too. You care like you're good. Here's this sketchbook, drawing it, and that shit, dude. That shit, that sketchbook probably cost fifteen bucks. That shit was fucking life altering because yeah. I thought they were so they're brilliant artists. They were so good." Yeah, if they're like inviting you and they're like, hey, you can do this, too. Yeah, they were like, hey, you can be an easy. artist. Here's you a should book. do this like we do this. Yeah, That shit was life-altering. And same thing with Aaron. He was like, oh, yeah, just go to art school and be an artist like the rest of us. And that shit was like, holy cow, dude. I can do this, too. So then when I found out Aaron was gay, I at the time was going – I was in the youth group. I was going to like a, a Baptist church. I was in the youth group at Lockwood. On Lock, and yeah. Foothill. that one, yeah. I used to go to that one and the youth a group lot of people went to that yeah the youth group was kind of mellow and yeah. then i went to the <laughs> adult version and i and then when i turned 18 and they were like gay people are horrible i was like no they're not they teach you to paint and stuff and they're <laughs> super cool yeah. i was like oh this is crap yeah i can't buy into this shit so like i was so lucky to have my first mentor be a gay dude then yeah, like it
1: opens your eyes to be like... You're like, oh, this is total like crap. people are just people. And, and interestingly enough,
0: Aaron Smith and Owen Smith, identical twins, one gay, one straight.
1: That is like the... Gr- everyone needs that exact
0: example yeah. in their life. And to be fair, Andrea Bolton, who was a great art teacher. Those people fucking... they. And you know what's interesting? They got me immediately. Like, I walked into that place they're right. like, oh, you're like this sort of fake... Like, this fake edgy kid who's like, I never finished anything because if I didn't like how it was going, I would just stop and start something. They were like, oh, it's uh-huh. okay. You don't have to finish anything. Like, I literally went to this private art class that was like 60 bucks a month for two years and never brought anything home to show my mom, like, hey, I did this. Wow. Because I was just like, if I didn't like it, I was like, I want to start something else. And they got it. And they just let me do whatever I want. So they were like, okay, you're going to be fine. It was so transformative. Like, I can't. I can't tell you enough how important those people were. I think about it all the time. Like Buying me that fucking leather sketchbook was the coolest shit, man. Like, here, go draw on this. I was like, are you serious? And we grew up in a
1: fucking town that was just not open-minded about that kind of stuff. You know who I was talking to about La Crescenta, who grew up there? Henry Phillips, the comedian. You know him, right? What? He grew. You didn't know this? Henlips? He, yes. Henlips on Twitter is what he is. I am he, following him on Twitter. So dude, he's from the lock? He's from the lock, <laughs> is dude. Is he
0: older than us or younger? Yeah. He's
1: about maybe, I don't want to offensively guess, but let's say like 40. Shut up. I don't know. Poor, <laughs> he grew up in La Crescenta, dude. Did he go to Crescenta Valley? Yeah. He did the <laughs> whole thing. He used to hang out at the arcade, the the same place. I mean, He hung out at the Enterprise. At the Enterprise, yeah. You are dude. a
0: piece of shit if you're lying.
1: Dude, I'm not even kidding. He smelled the waffle cones. We have to have him on the podcast. Dude,
0: he played Street Fighter?
1: Yeah, he did all of it. Holy shit. And we were talking. This is the other day. Another
0: comedian came from fucking La Crescenta? Yeah,
1: dude. You know, Adam Carolla lived there for a while. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. La Crescenta, man, that's where it's at. What in
0: God's name is happening? Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. Alcohol is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think you love the fact that you're <laughs> drinking more than the Henry. I wouldn't Dose have system. been that much. excited. <laughs> oh, no way. You would have been like, oh, that's cool. Next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just moved right on. Hey, cup, cup. But yeah, we were talking. The, uh, I saw him the other night at the comedy store. And we were talking about how he's like, you know, that
0: like where we grew up is way more
1: racist than you'd think it was. Uh, Not more than I think it was. Oh, dude. It was like,
0: dude, I told you I hired a guy to ostensibly build my house when I was going to tear it down. Dude showed up with an SS tattoo, and I was like, oh, I'm good. Oh, I've like, seen so many of those. Like, Because Tahunka, right next shit? door,
1: fucking just racist, white supremacists. What are they
0: so mad at, dude? Who knows, man? I, I mean, don't, haven't you ever seen how attractive the other races are compared to white people? Oh, yeah. I mean, what other race is less attractive? They're more attractive. And when you mix them... You get these super beautiful beige people. Yeah, you get like hot people, like futuristic hot people. Oh, that, that's a, what the future should be, man. That's There's nothing it's that be. great. You really want to be like Scandinavians, just inbreeding so your eyes get it's all weird. So boring. Ugh, your life expectancy goes down. get all these weird diseases so you look like the British royal family. No offense. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I can't believe that dude's Our from the Our British lock. listeners just tuned out, all of them. I can't Every believe that one. dude's from the lock. <laughs> yeah. The Enterprise uh, did I ever tell you about how I went I, – I, I have had probably more Slurpees than anyone in the world. Mm-hmm. or that's Yeah, that there was a 7-Eleven
1: in that same parking lot. Dude,
0: I used to go to that 7-Eleven. Uh, for, for a while, me and my friends were playing softball. It was so fun. And I would go get a Slurpee, and then I'd go play softball. And one day I just showed up. 7-Eleven had burnt down. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, there I was sh- also that
1: like uh, trading card store. They sold like basketball and By baseball cards. Yeah. You don't remember that place? Maybe. I don't know. They sold Pogs, too. I got fired from a trading card
0: store because I stole.
1: You something. know, my one of my memories from the Enterprise. Your
0: memories are worthless.
1: Uh, <laughs> now you're angry.
0: <laughs> now you're drunk angry. Do you remember when they had ice cream, though? When they had Waffle Cups? At, at where? At the Enterprise. Oh you're I'm too young for this. They, were they had I think
1: they'd shut it down by then. For a while, then. they
0: had ice cream. made the place smell so good. Nothing smells as good as Waffle cones. My friend Tron, Tron Vo, Tron won the champ Street Fighter Championship. Oh, at the Enterprise. Kongvo was fucking Street Fighter. One time he beat me with one hand.
1: Dude, I used to work those Asians at video games. I bet you I I played
0: Tekken. I could beat you as Street Fighter too.
1: By now, probably. I haven't played it in
0: forever. By then. Uh, Maybe. I was pretty good because I used to play against Tron. I had Tron. my, my Tron name. fucking killed I Tron. was in the
1: top ten scores at, at literally every
0: game in that arcade. Tron was a member of the What Tribe, my hip-hop dance crew. Oh, God. Granted, he <laughs> was not a great dancer, but he could sew. And he would sew our pants to make them bigger. And you couldn't buy big pants then. You guys don't realize this. Jinko was not a company. You couldn't buy – cross colors were too expensive. Mm-hmm. But Tron was so good at Street Fighter – one time he beat me with one... He used one hand. He held the joystick with his right hand and used only the jab button. Kicked my ass. It's it great. such an Asian move. Dude, he was so good. His feet me. His brother, Min, great dancer, teaches swing dancing now. Ran into him at House of Pies recently, and it was fucking great. I
1: remember I was hanging out there once, and
0: I used to get the employees' food... Uh-huh. Like across the street at
1: Taco Bell and McDonald's, and then they'd give me tokens. Oh, that's
0: cool. Yeah,
1: they'd always hook me up, or I'd clean
0: the the glass on the on the games. Yeah, and they would give me tokens and stuff. See, I would hang out the. I had a job at the time; I was a busboy, so I would hang out at the Enterprise, and I would roll up. I mean, if you have forty bucks at an arcade, you're, you're a, a god. You are a king. You're so a I god would sit there them. all day, and then I'd go to Seven Eleven, and I'd get hot dogs at Seven Eleven and Slurpees, and holy shit. It was just the happiest time. I mean, I just f- it, I just play Street Fighter. I'd get there. You know, we'd walk from CV. Mm-hmm. I'd walk there, get there by like 3.30 or 4. Mm-hmm. And we'd just play Street Fighter all fucking Is day. this back
1: when they just had like Street Fighter 1 and 2? Is it yeah, before this is they had Street Fighter Turbo? This is for Alpha Street Fighter, and Street Fighter
0: versus Marvel Comics. Where there were
1: 60 fucking versions of to the be same fair, Street that Fighter. Street
0: Fighter Marvel comic shit was good, and was Alpha good. was really good too, but Street Fighter 2 would just come out. Street, Street Fighter
1: 2 Turbo is still the best one.
0: It was a truly great game, and we would just play for hours, man, and if Tron ran out of money, I had tons of money because I was a bus boy, and I would get tips, and I'd have like 40 bucks on me, and then I'd get hot dogs at 7-Eleven, and Slurpees, and dude, it was the dopest.
1: That's the question I always ask people when they if they grew up in the 90s. I'm like, are you Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Street Fighter. I, I wasn't good was, at Mortal, Mortal Kombat. I was Mortal Kombat. I was wrecked it. Really? Mor- dude, I was so good.
0: I thought it was a cool game. I just didn't. There was something about the way the controls work that I wasn't good at.
1: Yeah, because they're a little different than Street Fighter. For and- sure. It wasn't as
0: fast. It was that, yeah, it wasn't as fast. It was that tap back and forth shit that I wasn't good do. Yeah, 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 yeah. The finishing moves, dude. Oh, dude, uh-huh. they were the best. But it seemed more planned. You were less in control. A little bit, yeah. It, l- it felt less like an actual fight on screen. I played Ryu on Street Fighter 2. Yeah, was I was a Ryu over Ken. That Ken's was my guy. guy. Ken. It's weird how, why Ken wasn't as good. Yeah, I don't know. But a lot of people that wanted uh, it seemed like the best players at Street Fighter 2 played Blanca. Which one was that? The like it was like a yellow beast looking thing. He had kind of a mohawk, a red mohawk. He was just like an animal.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. And him. the
0: Russian, the big Russian guy, was popular too. Oh Zangief, Zangief, <laughs> yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah. So
1: okay, I'm hanging out at the arcade this one day, right? And I had just like cleaned all the video games and went to McDonald's for this employee. I had like eight tokens or whatever, which at the time is like, whoa, you can play for hours. And there was this girl that used to hang out there all the time. We went to school, and we kind of had mutual friends. And she was like, and she was one of those girls that, like, by thirteen, she was already like doing drugs and oh like boy. she'd walk around with no shoes on, like classic a lot of the Locker, times.
0: By the way, classic Locker a Deadhead shirt or Led Zeppelin shirt, no shoes on, hangs out the arcade. Yeah,
1: and she's like, I'm like, doesn't it hurt to walk around? She's like, <laughs> she's like, no, it's there. no, it's
0: like a fish concert. You've never been. No, to a she fish goes,
1: concert. she goes, I have California feet. I'm like, what does that mean? She goes, you know, it's always, like, nice out here, so you don't have to wear shoes, and then you, like, you, you build, like, calluses so it doesn't hurt. I'm like, yeah, but wear shoes.
0: Here's the thing. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, growing up in Locker Center, we were just all trying to create what we were as opposed to just being what we yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. So fake.
1: That weird, like, living near Hollywood thing. I
0: tried to be black, then I tried to be black Oh, yeah. She's like, just be a normal white dude who draws.
1: So anyway, she f- she's like, how many tokens do you have? I was, like, playing a game. I was playing uh puzzle, not, no, puzzle Bobble, whatever, the ones where you blow up the balloons. Oh, great the, game. The same colors. It was yeah, like before for- Candy Crush and all those games wait a, minute, came out wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Was that fun. called Bust Out? Bust a Move is what it was called. Bust a Move. Bust a That move.
0: game was the fucking dopest. Did I own Holy that game. Holy shit balls, ladies and gentlemen. I own bust that game. Bust the Move is the answer to Tetris with color. <laughs> this motherfucking game, yeah. I would spend hours Dude, on it. You know Korean where they had kid,
1: one? The Korean kids would line up, and I would just take them down one after another. You know where they have a bus I to move? might go back to your
0: violin, motherfucker. They had a bus to move at Tortoise, Mexico in in Studio City. Oh, no way. On Ventura, and I would sit there, and I'd play bus to move while I was waiting for my food. Dude, I love that game. That game, game who who's the damn genius that invented that shit? Such a degrading move to put it in one of those machines that has multiple yeah, games. Yes, seven other fucking yeah, games. Yeah, it's like, dude, we're all here to play bust-a-move, man. The worst what? was when you would
1: like only have two tokens left and you'd be excited and you'd put it in and you'd accidentally pick the wrong game. Oh, ball,
0: You're like, no, I have to play this stupid airplane fighter gun. Bl- you know what I just realized? I think I've met Henry Phillips. I think I met him uh-huh. at a show in Pasadena. I've told him that you're from Locker at Center. At Barney's Beanery and he was like, dude, I'm from Locker Center. And I was like, shut the fuck yeah. up, uh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm there playing Bust a Move. And this girl Is this comes a part up. of a story? Yeah, she goes... Don't remember the beginning. <laughs> um wonder if I've got any texts. This is the beginning. Um, You're the beginning.
1: So she comes up to me, and she, like, out of nowhere starts getting all, like, puts her hands on me and stuff. And she's like, so what are you doing? I'm, like, playing Bust a Move. And I'm like, what do you want? She's like, how many tokens do you have left? And I was like, like, five. She's like, can I, like, have one? I'm like, yeah, I only have, like, these five. <laughs> and I, like, never made out with a girl or done anything like that and then she's like well can you come outside and let's smoke a cigarette after after you lose and i was like okay and she's like i'll be around back and then we're sitting around back and then like she goes what would you what would I have to do to get a token from you? And I was like, what? That is the saddest question yeah. ever. And I'm sitting down, like, leaning up, leaning against the wall sitting. And then she, like, straddles me. She jumps on top what of me. What the fuck? And goes, I'll let you play with my tits if you give me two tokens. This is the greatest arcade story two ever. Two tokens.
0: 50 That's cents. 50 cents, girl. And I go, I'm like, are you serious? She goes, yeah. And then I'm like, Okay. <laughs> And yeah, then no one says no to that she, Anyone who's been raised using coupons Oh man Or w- sensing what's a value in this country Would say yes to that Of course And anyone raised with values Would never offer that to anybody Did you, you know? feel her up for 50 cents?
1: Dude I She lifted her shirt up And pulled down whoa, her, And whoa, she had whoa, big stop.
0: Tits. stop it Stop it Naked boobs
1: Yeah Dude I was is. like maybe No maybe she was 14 I was 15 So oh t- it
0: was statutory rape no, we were both underage.
1: Okay. 14 and 15, Kevin. No, I wasn't 25 and she was 15. Not aware uh, of the law. So then she pulls her, she pulls her shirt oh. up and then she's like, yeah, like play with him or like suck on him if you want. And I was like, what? And I totally did it. And I was like, this <laughs> is great. And she's smoking a cigarette while I'm doing this. She's kind of like leaning back and just kind of smoking and looking down while I'm doing this. And she goes after a couple of minutes, she's like, okay. And I was like, oh, is that it? She's like, yeah. And then I go oh, yeah, I guess I, I here's two tokens. And I so gave awkward. her two tokens. And I never thought about it until years Which part later. Which, by the way,
0: two tokens is fake money.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. You could find that shit in a fucking video game. Um, and I, I didn't think about it until years later. And I go, you know what that was? My first experience with a prostitute. Yeah. You, for two
0: tokens. You felt up a hooker for 50 cents. When I've always told
1: people, I'm like, yeah, I've never had a hooker. But
0: technically, yeah, you have. when
1: I was 15 years old, I used. I got my first hooker
0: with two arcade tokens. Tell everyone her name. No.
1: Tell her. I can't remember her name. It
0: was like tell her, her first name. I feel like it was f- Michelle. It was Francine. There something. were so many sluts named Stacy in our town. Oh yeah. What is with that name?
1: I've no. It's such a boring fucking name.
0: Stacy. Stacy's a
1: boring name. Yeah. When I think of a, a, a teenager named Stacy, I just think of like. Like, her hair tied in a bun. She's got braces.
0: Tell me about your first crush. She's in math club. Tell me about your first crush. Like, fucking love, love energy. My first crush. How much time have we crushed? Dude, we're a little... We have
1: crushed over an hour so far. Oh, should we
0: stop? I'm fucking... I, mean, I feel like
1: you're on a drunken roll right now. You're so well, high energy. I mean, let me ask you this. This is the most high energy I've
0: ever seen Do Kevin stop- And I want to point out that he's laying on the floor. Do we stop? That's how high energy you are. Do we stop and split this into another ep? Is like, this a two-parter, like some season finale miniseries shit like the Thorn Birds? Part two, drunk Kevin. I'll fucking wrestle you. You know what? Let's
1: yeah, and then we can just we can put it out like later. <laughs> <laughs> we can do this one as episode You know eight. what you're overestimating? The hunger of our audience. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> They're starving <laughs> for this, Kevin. They some thirsty bitches. No. Uh
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can just do another. What time is it? I got a show to
0: do. Um, yeah, you got to get to the Hyperion Theater. Geez, something like that. It's like four blocks from here, stupid. Oh, I could just walk down there? Yeah, what's your show at like 8.30? That means you have to leave at 8.27. (laughs) It's at 8 o'clock. You're so stupid. You don't have any sense of time. You're like the opposite of Google Maps. You have no idea how to get to places or how long it'll take you. (laughs) That's your insult right now? Yeah, you're the opposite (laughs) of Google Maps. That's the
1: insult. You don't know how to get anywhere. You're you're worse than an app that is designed to tell you where to go. I
0: would do anything to punch you. (laughs) I would I would give you six of my IMDb credits to punch you.
1: You're gonna give me yeah. IMDb credits? Yeah, you can. How have does that even work? You can have one. Imagine of if that was like currency. You can
0: have one of the Malcolm in the Middle's. You can have uh, <laughs> Dharma and Greg. You well, you have been acting for a while. You yeah. <laughs> people you were on <laughs> Dharma and Greg. At this point, people look at my credits and go, "You're old as fuck." and I'm like, "Shut up." Jesus. Actually, d- uh, Dharma and Greg was really fun, and the lady who plays Dharma was so nice to me.
1: The uh, Jenna Elfman, or yeah. Whatever? Jenna
0: Elfman was so nice to me. She complimented my shoes, and the dude, the other guy on the show, was the, uh, in, in general. That was a really fun experience. It was my very, that actually was my very first uh, guest star, and everyone was so nice. They gave me extra lines, which made me feel funny, and it was great.
1: Okay, we're just gonna keep this going. Then we're not, we can't do two parts of of
0: We'll we'll say to people, hey, look, Kevin had a little too much to drink. And it's a long ep. Yeah. So. Because halfway through that, you really
1: stepped it up a notch with your drunkenness. You I'll really step got. Step it like up in
0: your mouth, bitch. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You That's because um. you're, you're limited. You're a limited person. <laughs> you're, you're, your psyche's limited. <laughs> Cause you didn't to co- understanding, <laughs> cause understanding what cause step it up in your mouth couch. means.
1: You know what that is? That's the porn version you of it. You don't the have a degree? I have a
0: fucking degree, dude. I have a degree from a world renowned art school. From you an art school, yeah. You don't have That's a pretty But do you low have a
1: college degree?
0: That's a college <laughs> degree. Do it's an have, art school degree. If you want to fuck You know what's so sad? I have a degree in drawing. The academic <laughs> the academic standards at art school are so low. Oh, <laughs> of course. I had to take But you o- know
1: what you did gain at it? You're a fucking artist. I had to take ocean You're o- a published
0: artist. You know what the main uh, requirement for ocean science class was? Going on a field trip to the Monterey Bay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aquarium. yeah.
1: Dude, it's like it's like a party school for nerds. that's what art school is. I it's like a party artists, school for nerds. Guys,
0: t- uh, check me out on the most recent issue of the Atlantic and oh, the next issue of the Atlantic. You know
1: what you know what it takes for you to be proud of your accomplishment? Yeah. Four Stella's four Stella's. <laughs> so you can just talk about them. Guys, I try really hard. Of course you do, man. no, no one's denying that.
0: I mean, that's not actually true. I don't try that hard. But I'm really lucky in that I was born with skill. That's the
1: thing. That's the thing that everyone I think has. Not everyone. This is like supremely lazy people. But I think uh, most most talent makes you lazy. I'll I'll tell yeah. You that it's right now.
0: Nothing makes you lazy like talent because you feel like you can figure it out there. You're like, oh, I'm going to figure yeah. it out. But really, the people I truly respect and the people that are much more successful than me and do better than me, they don't rest on their talent. They treat it like a job. They go to work.
1: Well, they yeah, they take advantage of the preparation thing yeah. that
0: you need to have. You can't just show up and be
1: – everyone thinks – because everyone that, that is talented has that part of them. They have the part of them that goes like, I'm not good enough. I'm worthless. This isn't yeah. going to work out. And they also at the same time have that – I'm a fucking genius. It's a b- Someone's going to realize it at some point. And it's there's a text- constant struggle between those two things. It's textbook forever. narcissism.
0: It's narcissism. Oh, yeah. But like a lot of people think that like the way it works is, is, is you, you wait for these strikes of lightning of ideas. And no, they're really great people. The, the people I love and the artists I respect, they go. it's not like you don't sit there waiting. You come up with an idea. Yeah. Have a fucking idea. And come up it. with one. It's like having a joke. When I sit down and try to write, it's like, all right, let's come up with something. Yeah. And it happens. And that's the deal. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to work at it. But a lot of people sit around and like wait. Like, yeah, oh, like great, great stand-ups, they don't just show up at the club and wing it. I would hear that a lot in art school, like, oh, I wasn't inspired. Shut up. Yeah. Make a drawing, dude. Make it cool. That's your job. That's what I learned really easily is like when I would be interacting with art directors. They'd be like, hey, I want to hire you for this thing. Yeah. I'd be like, great. It's going to be great. I'll come up with something cool. Mm-hmm. And that makes it so they don't have to worry. Whether or not I know I'm going to come up with something cool or not, I know it's my job to come up with something cool. Yeah. So I better do it. I don't know if I can get up. (laughs) How many – you've been drunk, like, a lot, right? Oh, dude. I mean, based
1: on what you've seen – The first drink I ever had, I was, like, fucking – the first time I ever got drunk, I was, like, 13.
0: I mean, I drank young because I wanted to impress Daniel Fleck, but (laughs) it didn't stick. Let me add – based on what you've seen of me so far – do you think I'm a fun drunk? Uh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I haven't said anything lame. No. Granted, there's not a lot of people around. You're way
1: around. more talkative. Yeah, it's fun. You're a little more I don't want to say honest, but you're more like you're quicker to be open. I'll say
0: that. Let me tell you something, if I was upright and there was a lot of people around, there'd be a lot of hugging. Oh yeah, I'll bet. Oh dude. Fuck that. I'll bet. I love hugging people. Dude, it's great. I'm am I'm a great hugger. I feel much more comfortable hugging dudes than girls because girls, you feel like, where do I put my hands? I don't want to put them inappropriate. With well, a dude, I'm like, bring it, man. Dude, you
1: just gotta be a fucking man and just hug them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe you could make a list of ways for me to be. I get a lot of
1: you're a, you're a good hugger. Really? Yeah, and it's great too because yeah, you're but like, you're yeah. fucking tall. That's true.
0: Women just like that shit. But yeah, you
1: could be a tall shitty hugger because you're way taller. You're like hugging someone's head.
0: I feel like David Taylor's bad at it. Probably. Probably. Bony. <laughs> <laughs> so the first crush I
1: ever had, that's what you want to know?
0: Yeah, who's the first chick? I'll tell you
1: her name was Brittany something. Can't <laughs> remember her last name. <laughs> <laughs> it was in uh, Let's be honest, Brittany's a very cute name. I was in the uh second grade okay. or third grade. And it was uh she was a grade younger, so I was in third, she was in second.
0: You've, you, you're like a, What is with your Statutory rape deal What do you mean Oh you <laughs> <trying> <laughs> A good person in One year Why younger Why are you always Trying to take advantage Of girls younger um, you?
1: We had split classes Back then You'd have second Third grade At the same time Ugh God, yeah. California school, school. just the, was the money wasn't there. Show. The
0: money wasn't hey, there. Hey, California, get it <laughs> together, Jerry Brown. So I remember,
1: I I had this massive crush on this girl. It was I didn't even understand it. It was so intense. Yeah, I was, was like, it her, was it her hair? She's beautiful. She just was like this cute. She was just so pretty to me. Yeah, and I couldn't okay. understand. Like, it's the first time your mind and body has these feelings, and you're like, I don't understand. What I'm supposed to do with this information, I just know that, like, I always want to look at her, and I want to talk to her, and I want her to, like, be my girlfriend, which you don't even know what that means at the time. Yeah. So I remember we were on Christmas break, and I knew I wasn't going to see her for, like, a week and a half, and I was gearing up to, like, tell her that I really liked her. And I remember that Christmas break was so depressing because I'm like, I'm not going to see this girl for a week. Oh, man. And I'm going to tell her I really, really like her, right? So then I told my mom about it, and I was like, Mom, there's this girl, and she's like, oh, that's so adorable. You should tell her you like her, and da 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 So here's what I did. We got back from break, right? And I thought I'm, I'm going to come up with this genius plan because I was too afraid to do it. Macaroni at re- collage. No, 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 no. Even weirder. I was, <laughs> g- <laughs> I, was, I was too afraid to do it at recess because there would be all these people. She'd be hanging out with her friends, right. and it was way, way too much pressure. So here's what I did. I said to my teacher, I need to use the bathroom. Can I please be excused? She's okay. like, sure. So then instead of going to the bathroom, I went to her class. Oh. And I told her teacher that I needed to see her. We needed to go to the principal's office. Oh, man. Yeah. and uh, Jesus, Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then she came out of the class, and I told her, she's like, Oh, what's, what's, what's going on? What's, what's happening? And I go, look, and I just laid it out there. I go, I think that you're the prettiest girl I've ever seen. Oh, man. And I, I can't stop thinking about you. And when we were on Christmas break, I just, I was like, I missed you. And like, I just wanted to see you and tell you how much I liked you. And I just really want you to know that I really, really like you a lot you know just bullshit third grade i didn't know how okay, to okay first
0: of all that doesn't sound like bullshit that's like some real honest like in the rain romantic comedy it shit. really
1: yeah i grew up i grew up very like hopelessly romantic wow that's beautiful yeah so what does she do what she goes back into the class and then i think we wait until after like lunch or something like that my uh principal oh. goes into my class oh, and no, asks no. to see me Oh, no. And goes, listen, um, Brittany. What <laughs> elementary school is this, by this the way? This is Dunsmore.
0: Oh, d- my dad taught at Dunsmore. Oh, no wow? Was he there while you were there, Mr. Christie? I don't think he so. He taught no. sixth grade. No, no, no. Okay. So my
1: principal pulls me out of the class and goes, listen, Brittany came in and told me what you did. And oh. it made her very, very uncomfortable. Oh, no. And. She didn't go to school the next day. Oh God! Because she was so like weirded out. Because oh, we were both like dude. you know we were like eight or nine or ten whatever age we were. We were like young kids, and she didn't like because I was just being like, oh, I like you so much, and she was just like, oh, I don't know what to say. And they called my parents, and oh, my mom, man. my mom was like, my mom was like, I don't understand what's happening because yeah, what the in, fuck in her head she heard about this from me, who's you know her young child who is just like starry-eyed over this girl, and hey, she's, she couldn't understand why I got in trouble. She's just like, my son has a crush on this girl, and he just told her how he felt. And I was told like to leave her alone, don't talk to her, until she's comfortable talking to you, because it just weirded her out or something like that. that you I know was, what
0: the problem is? This happened during the era of people being hypersensitive to sexual harassment. It was even before that. In fact, I remember... It was being, before that. When I was in high school, there was, like, this fucking big thing about sexual harassment and not saying things sexual, and I remember one day in art class, let's be honest, I was an art star in high school. Right. My art teacher loved having me in her class. Very proud of me. I don't remember her name, but she was a dumbass. And and there were these, like, we were using some we had to make something using a glue gun, and there were these, like... In a glue gun, you'd put these like, kind of cylinders of glue in them, and they'd heat up, and then they turn to glue. And I was looking at them, and they looked like gummy worms. And I was like, these look like uh, the fetuses for gummy worms. So they look like gummy fetus. She thought I said gummy penis. Sent me to the principal's office. I mean, this is like the day after we had like a sexual harassment speech. They gave a sexual harassment speech to a high school, which get it together, you retards. That's stupid. Yeah. And so I got in fucking trouble and I go to the principal. I go, I said, gummy fetus, not gummy penis. And he was like, all right. And I was like, well, and then I just dropped the class. Yeah. And she was so bummed because it was like, I think she thought she was going to like take me under her wing. It was like some art shit. And I was like, no, fuck you, man. I'm going to go to Aaron Smith a gay art mentor <laughs> I don't need you because he's cool and has tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? That's so lame that they were lame to you like that. Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever really talked to her again. Oh, man. Yeah. This tells me a lot about why you are the way you are. What does that mean? I Please elaborate. Like you had Please a bad... Please elaborate. What you learned at a young age <laughs> yeah. was, was that women will
1: crush your no. soul. was that <laughs>
0: your genuine emotional feelings mm-hmm. are bad right. and that they're inappropriate mm-hmm. and that they make people uncomfortable and that they're not a thing that you should express. And that's wrong. That's wrong. Granted, you did it young. You were a little adva- you were a little romantically advanced. Yeah. And, you know, you the fact is, like, did it really make her feel uncomfortable or are they like that's some like bullshit adult leading question? Like, did he make you feel uncomfortable? And the girl goes, yeah. It's like, you don't know. Yeah, she just, I mean, at that age, you just, you don't know what you're feeling. You just think it's weird. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, because at that age, it's like when a boy likes a girl, it's like he, you know, punches her in the arm. or is mean
0: What you learned like, was expressing your emotions caused pain and caused people to be uncomfortable, which is unfortunate. Because yeah. that shit is romantic as hell. And I imagine the girls you interact with now would love to see that from you. And you're probably a little tentative because of that. You're like, I don't want to, like, be vulnerable Oh no, not not so much now. But like during, you feel during like you're a vulnerable person. I'm not. I have to work on it.
1: No, I mean, yeah, I can't. I'm I'm pretty vulnerable. I'm like I'm very in tune with what that your mom's vulnerable. Yeah, I'm very in <laughs> tune with what that is, and like I, I like to take like people's feelings into consideration, like when I'm dating them and stuff. You, Do know? you
0: express yourself. Are you like, I feel like this. You is know, when me. I
1: decided to turn that shit around, that, cause I was super introverted right? in high school. Like when I meet people now, it's always surprising to me that they're, they're like, oh, you must've been really popular in high school or something. Cause now I'm like an adult. I know how to dress myself. I do comedy for a living. <laughs> it's like, I'm, Let's
0: back it up and admit that you know how to dress. I knew
1: you were going to say partially this. because of me. Yeah. <laughs> partially because of you. Of course. <laughs> you were like, look, get rid of, I was in like a 19, 20 year old on the scene. And you were like, get rid of the fucking cargo you pants. You look stupid.
0: Yeah. You look stupid. You're like, learn how to dress. I
1: saved your life. Um, but people were like, oh, you must have been popular. I never went to any dances. I never went to prom. I never did I any of that shit. I went to junior prom. I wore Marilyn Manson t-shirts. I, had, I dyed my hair weird colors. I hung out with I the punk a punk skater goth kids.
0: I taught a kid in art class. I used to teach art lessons. And this kid did this fucking bomb ass oil rendering of Marilyn Manson. He did a really good job. I like Marilyn.
1: Dude, movies. he was fucking brilliant. He's really funny. He yeah. Did, he wrote a Smart.
0: book and he wrote the, he had a whole chapter about how you know you're gay and yeah. all of it was based on if you like Morrissey or The Smiths. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. fucking funny. I remember that. He's a funny dude. But when I decided to Makes turn that Make decent
1: watercolors. I turned that shit around when I started doing comedy. I was cuz I I felt the opposite. I was like I need to express myself. I'm tired of being the guy that just doesn't talk or say you know much and isn't just. I'm like I have thoughts. I'm funny. I have. Here's this. what I'm
0: learning in uh therapy, is it's important because here's what I do. Here's what I do. Here's what I do. Here's what I do. I what have a do? tendency to not tell people what I want, and then when they don't give it to me, you get I mad. resent. You them. resent the <laughs> shit out <laughs> well, of the them. The fact of the matter is, they had no fucking idea to begin with what I wanted. Oh yeah. So apparently, you have to like you know be like, here's what I like. Here's you gotta be what direct pinch my nipples hard or whatever it is, guys, whatever you need. Maybe you want to be slapped around, whatever it is. You like it. You're like, hey, tell me I'm cute. Uh, And you got to so they know because why else? Why would they know? They wouldn't. Yeah, people can just take their best guess on who they think you are.
1: Yeah. But especially when you're getting into a relationship with a person on whatever level. You think I should have more beer? (laughs) You want another one? We're going to wrap this up in a minute, right? Well, then I shouldn't. I, I gotta know. draw your stupid face. I mean, we can keep going. We're at no, an hour twenty.
0: We don't want to give these people a mini series.
1: I think by now people are Let's really. Let's be
0: honest; they're barely hanging on as it is. <laughs> so. that, I want to
1: say by minute like thirty or forty, it got it really ramped
0: up. You ramped up. I don't even know what that means. I can easily fall. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if I tried to do something physical, it wouldn't work. Well, how are you gonna draw anything right now? I'm gonna sober up. I'm gonna have some Gatorade. I'm gonna eat some bread. That's going to sober you up? I don't know. Isn't, it's going it to fill you sh- with sugar. Doesn't shit like that soak it up? No, none of that's true.
1: Coffee doesn't do anything. What does stuff? It, time. Time just oh, man. does not You just got to wait it out.
0: That's bullshit.
1: Yeah. Fuck. Either wait it out or you just keep fucking drinking. You're such a Until you man. fall asleep and wake up the next day. I could day. probably draw like this. I mean, you
0: could try. Yeah. You it's don't not like you have to t- turn this in there. You don't need to look like you that much. <laughs> 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 as long as I get the hair right, everyone will know it's you. And uh, you better get the hair right, you son of a bitch. I mean, how could I get it wrong when <laughs> it's so right? <laughs> Your hair is easy. It's actually, here's what you need to know, people. It's like a fucking Lego helmet. People that can't draw, making things look shiny is actually very easy. Is it? Yeah, you just leave a space between the, the hash lines. It's not hard. And then it looks like it's like sparkling. Drawing's not hard.
1: I mean, okay. Says so a guy that went to art school. It
0: is hard. <laughs> okay, thank you. But you can. Act, here's <sighs> the thing: people don't realize about drawing is you can actually learn it. It takes a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll bet. I just was able to do it, but I got to learn to get better. You just had a natural inclination. Yeah. yeah. It's. I think. I think. What? I mean, maybe. I'm not sure what that is. Someone told me that like people that can draw are like one in every forty thousand people can draw. But it's something to do with the way your eyes and your hands work together. Uh huh. But you can literally learn it. It's just measuring. It's like, oh, that the the distance from that guy's eye to his nose is the same as the difference from his mouth to his chin. And then they're the same thing, so that's how you get it right. It's not it's difficult, but you can actually learn it. And there's lots and lots of tricks. People are really intimidated by drawing. You shouldn't be. Drawing's fucking fun. Yeah, dude. I wish I knew how to draw. Like you just naturally. Tol- you could totally. Drawing is the basis of any of my personality.
1: But that's like the whole like take a boxing class thing where it's like learning yeah, how to draw. Yeah, you can learn how to draw for free. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, you just... Okay, here's how you learn. Like first at the Disney Animation Studios? No. Okay, this is how you learn like how to Like when you draw. go to California. This adventure? is how you learn how to draw for free. First of all, the internet, done. First of all, you start. You go on the internet and you print out master drawings, Michelangelo. You, ca- you trace them. Trace. Uh-huh. You, when I first started out, I used to trace all... Time and it creates muscle memory in your hands. Look like how to draw a perfect circle. Yeah, no, no, no. That's by the way, that's some weird fucking myth. Like, oh, you're c- an artist? Can you draw a perfect circle? You know how necessary drawing a perfect circle is? It's not. I have never in my life had n- felt the need to draw a perfect circle. That's just some shit Leonardo figured out by like leaning his hand on a board for a second, just right. like not moving his ha- arm. It's not. You just put your elbow on the wall and then like use it at like you would a compass. It's not a big deal. But you trace. You trace. Good artists. And then you just copy them. You copy and copy and copy and copy and copy, and eventually you're learning how to draw. And then you just measure. But how them. long does that take on average, you think? Decades. That,
1: <laughs> it's not hard to learn how to draw. <laughs> do, you, do you have 25
0: years? Okay, yeah, do Drawing that. Drawing is a slow process. You know, in the, 60s, the 50s and 60s, a young artist was about 45. No way. Yeah, because it took a long time to get good. And the lifespan, you're, so you are almost dead by then. Yeah. Maybe but that's they, why
1: so many artists became famous after they were dead.
0: Well, yeah, because a young, you know, Jackson Pollock was in his 40s. A and young he was considered was like a young buck. A young artist <laughs> was someone in their forties because they didn't want to hear from you in your twenties. Whereas now, a young artist is twenty-one. Is like seventeen. But I mean, you know, it's just the nature of things. Wow. But yeah, I don't want—I don't want to hear from an artist in their twenties. I want to see someone who's in their thirties and forties because that's when like their skills and their conceptual ideas have met. Yeah. But yeah, you can learn. Just learn. It's fun. And people are so impressed by drawing. Oh, they oh, really they are. Oh my they god. They think it's like yeah. a magic trick.
1: Yeah to like how did you make me look like me on paper?
0: It's I can't I it, I can't tell you there are times in my life where I'm like god I am so happy I can draw. It has just been like such an easy fix for so I mean like the problems I've had with self-esteem or whatever. Just being able to draw is like anytime I feel bad about myself I just go make a drawing and feel better. So it was like your therapy before therapy. Yeah, I mean anything anything uh, any good I ever felt about myself was based in and around uh, art stuff. Because it's like when you draw something well, it's not objective. It's like, oh, that looks like the thing you're trying to draw.
1: That's the lesson in this podcast, you guys. If you can't, if you don't want to go to therapy, you can't afford therapy, take the next 23 years of your life and learn how to draw.
0: Buy a sketchbook. Yeah. I recommend the Bridgman series of books on how to draw anatomy. You'll impress the dick off people. Where do you go purchase this? They're online. Any um. art supply store has the Bridgman books. I also recommend Burn Ho- Hogarth's Drawing Dynamic Everything, Drawing Dynamic Anatomy, Hands, Heads. Copied him a ton. He used to teach at Art Center in the 60s. Didn't have him because he was dead. Would have loved to have would've had him. It would have been hard to have him yeah, as a dead Would have thanked him and said, Hey, buddy, thanks for helping me learn how to draw hands. Cause you know what impresses the shit out of people? Being sure. able to draw hands. A hand? Really? Yeah, because no one ever learned. Hands and feet, no one ever learns. Hands are hard to draw because there's lots of parts. Even more than a face:' so face many parts okay. of a face. getting a likeness right is always the thing.
1: yeah, people are obsessed with that, especially with like yeah, when you look at portrait like tattoos yeah. or something.
0: portraiture is very hard, because the difference between what makes someone look like them and being slightly off is millimeters, half millimeters. Yeah, there's so many
1: ways to fuck that up like yeah the it's mouth, real, the getting, eyes.
0: getting someone's f- likeness correct is actually really, 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 really hard. People who are good at it are, I'm okay at it. I'm good at it, but, like, it took me a very long time to learn. It's really – because it's just minute. I mean, you move an eyebrow just slightly, and it doesn't quite look like them. That's why, I like, the really great movie poster guys, they just trace. They just project. Like, Drew Struzan, the greatest movie poster artist. He did all the Indiana Jones, all uh-huh. the Star Wars, Harry Potter. He projects because it's too important. You've got to have Indiana yeah, they're gonna Jones. They're going to be up everywhere. you got to have Indiana Jones look like Indiana Jones. Yeah. And you're talking half millimeters, so it needs to be right. That's the moral. Today, my thing I'm going to recommend to people is alcohol. <laughs> now I know that's a con- what kind of alcohol. That's a controversial thing to recommend because it's it's wrecked so many lives. Yeah. But what I recommend is. But it's being also brought a lot of people together. I recommend being sober. Till you're about thirty six, <laughs> and then you just start you just start rifling brew dogs. <laughs> you <still laughs> Did you just make that term out rifling
1: brew dogs? Yeah,
0: I made it up. You start. It sounds a, like a hunting term. You sound like a hunting term. <laughs> so you start you start crushing brew dogs. But look, let's be honest. I had three beers. You really think that's a problem? I'm not gonna go anywhere. Oh, no, no. I'm not gonna drive. I'm gonna stay home. I'm gonna try to sober up enough to do a portrait of Nick and I for our podcast artwork, uh-huh. and we're gonna see how that goes. But, like, I had a few, and I feel pause about it. (laughs) My vibe is super solid. If there were people here, I would have hugged all of them, and they'd be like, dude, that's some good hug time. How many hugs? Fucking so many. Like four rounds. Dude, I would have hugged everyone here. One hug per beer, probably. So three. If there were ten people here, I would have hugged everyone here at least three times. That's a lot of work. No one would have been mad at anything I did. I would have slapped a lot of people on the butt, like, good job. Uh Uh-huh. Like I'm just being you. Good job yeah. on being you, buddy. Slap. Hey, buddy. Big fan. That's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I think my I think what happens when I drink is I'm about positive reinforcement. That's the best kind of drinker. Yeah. Then everyone
1: wants you at their party. hmm.
0: The irony of that statement is I'm not invited to a lot of parties. Because they didn't know they don't know. I'm not invited to a lot these days I didn't tell them. They don't know that I'm this this, this fun. When I was a
1: fun drinker, I was invited to all the parties. But I think sometimes people get weird. They're like, oh, he doesn't drink. Should we invite him?
0: Also, people have less parties when they get old.
1: Yeah, that's true, too. (coughs) We're out of (coughs) the loop. All right. Well, that does it, man. We did. We uh, we brought this to a simmer. Black Sabbath. A simmering. <laughs> He's
0: throwing out band names now. Black Sabbath. Well, because the people right. building the fence next door listen to Black Sabbath all day, and I'm about it. That's cool. Yeah. Black Sabbath. Uh, alcohol.
1: Uh, Black Sabbath. You know what? At the same time, too. Yeah. Drink some whiskey I and listen re- to Black Sabbath. My recommendations
0: for this week are the Bridgman series of art instruction books. They're invaluable. They're invaluable. I copied them for years. My great teacher Bob Cotto recommended them to me, and I—they paid off. I draw the anatomy fairly well. And uh, Bridgman, alcohol, Black Sabbath. What's your recommendation? You stupid hipster. <laughs> I
1: didn't know we were gonna do recommendations this episode. I'll jump off one of yours, and I go. If you're gonna drink alcohol, drink a nice, uh, drink a nice whiskey or scotch. You know, take your fucking time with it. Don't. Don't be like, oh, let me have a nice scotch or whiskey and then shoot it. No one runs by a Picasso. You stand in front yeah, of it. and you soak and it in. Dare at it. Get yourself like a moderately priced one. Go even start with a Glenlivet. Get it neat, maybe on the rocks if you want. And you know what? Sit down with a buddy, sip on it, have a conversation about your Glen life. Glen Gary Glen Ross, good movie. That's a good movie too. Or you could just drink the whiskey and watch Glen Gary Glen Ross um I'm Glenn, living it right. Macallan, <laughs> <laughs> the Macallan is a great Scotch. Get People like love
0: that. You know who loved uh, Macallan whiskey, John Hughes. Okay. John Hughes Jr. drink. If you want to be
1: like John Hughes, in every way, successful and everything, drink the Macallan. Write it, a fucking screenplay. Didn't pound it. Sipped it like a man. Sipped it like a man. So yeah. That's a big thing people have. Like, oh, all scotch and whiskey tastes the same. It fucking doesn't. Go to go to like a whiskey bar.
0: If you live in L.A., go to the Thirsty Crow. Go to the go whiskey bar. Go to Seven bar, Grand. The whiskey bar at the Sunset Marquee. You'll see a yeah. celebrity. Seven segment. Grand
1: is a big one. That's downtown Los Angeles. Bono oh, goes there. Or whatever your town is. Find a whiskey bar. And those guys that work there, they know their shit. So be like, this is what I like. This is the kind of taste I like. And I am have so sleepy. Them have them recommend something. Getting really sleep. And enjoy it. It's like wine, but for fucking men.
0: Wine is just... Uh, come on.
1: You know what they say? A lot of people that start drinking wine end up going to scotch and whiskey.
0: that wine Because it's the same
1: kind of thing. There's different, like... Napa?
0: What is that? <laughs> we don't have time to get into that. Did Hemingway drink wine? I don't no fucking know. Though. Probably not. No one fights after drinking. No one wants to get... In a fight after drinking wine?
1: Get into some whiskey. Get into some scotch. If you're
0: like, oh, I got in a fight because I drink whiskey, like, well. If your bad, life has been corrupted by alcohol. If you're like, I alcohol, crushed a zin and then I got in a brawl, that's not respectable.
1: Don't take my advice if, you're, if your life has been corrupted and destroyed by
0: alcohol. Learn to Instead, draw,
1: man. Instead, have a cup of
0: coffee and learn to draw. By the way, if you want attention, go draw at the zoo. <laughs> People freak the fuck out. <laughs> If you live
1: in a city with a good fucking zoo.
0: There's no such thing as a good zoo. Let LA the, City the Zoo animals is like a out. prison. It's all I'm of not even are
1: are saying for the animals, for the adults that okay, are in there. all
0: of them are animal prisons. Well, they they're, are. They're animal plantations. Let them out. They are. Not necessary anymore.
1: Okay. This has been episode eight of Occasionally Awesome. The okay. longest one we've done yet. Occasionally Drunk. Kevin's been drunk. Your mom's drunk. A lot of my mom's stuff. Okay. Thanks for if you guys made it to the end, by the way. If you guys are still listening right now, thank you, fucking champions. And please keep listening and follow us on our twitters, our respective twitters: Kevin G Christie at Kevin G Christie, and at Nick Youssef. We'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Bye. I love you.